welcome to the Random TMCU Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Yay! Finally. Sorry it's late. Yeah. Stuff happened. Uh, it's Stranger Things and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man. Yeah. Like, they hit just at the just same time. Right at the, just at the worst possible time. All of it just came together. Yeah. Um, but here we are. We got this. I think we're still kind of riding high because, I mean, the next movie's not till next May. Yeah. And that's... What is the next one? Black Widow. Is it is Black Widow? The I next believe one? it is. You gonna check on that? Yeah. yeah I believe it I, is. They released so many at um Comic Con yeah. that like my brain has not comprehended yeah. the list. I we need do, another we, we infographic. Do, yeah, we do need to talk about um Yes, we do upcoming movies. We do, we do, we do. Hold on. Um and while 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 she's doing that, um I'm just gonna mention that um the Disney Plus. Yeah, May 1st. It is May 1st? Okay. Jesus. The the Disney Plus uh, shows that are coming out. Yee. Um, there's five. Yes. Because there's Loki, Falcon Winter <laughs> Soldier, which we will not be podcasting. No. Because it's, let's be real, if it was Loki, I'd just be screeching the entire time. And same for me with Falcon Winter Soldier. So yeah. So we've decided we want to watch those shows as an audience, not as podcasters. Right, right. Um, but there's What If, Hawkeye, and WandaVision. Yes. And uh, we've put a poll on our Twitter. It's like, Hold and this on. is from like August of 2019. So if you're listening to this later, like, sorry, joke's on you. Uh, what if it's still in the lead? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. How many votes have we had? 35 votes. Okay. Um, it's barely in the lead, though. Oh, okay. Because for a while there, it was like the clear contender. Yeah, it's uh, at forty nine percent. One division is at thirty one percent. Hawkeye is at twenty percent. Okay. So. Hawkeye did get some votes though, because for Hawkeye's, a while there, Hawkeye had no votes. Hawkeye's getting some votes. Okay. Okay. Uh, what if is is in the lead? So that looks to be because we can't do everything. No, um, no. Unless it turns out there's only like one season, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. That's that's yeah. That's future us problem. Because we we know we're gonna get those questions. Yeah, just wanted to get that out there. Right? Shit, we still haven't finished the Netflix ones that we were doing, like, one episode per season. Or, no, we were doing one one per episode. Yes. I keep I keep thinking, oh, it's just one per, and then it's like, no, bitch. No. We only got, like, two seasons done one summer. Yeah, because... It just, was a lot. It was a lot. Well, Plus, we just couldn't get past yeah. Iron Fist. Yeah. No, one pu- day. we never made it to Punisher, either. One day. Maybe we need to t- just take a year off and just catch up. Yeah. With ourselves. Yeah. Um, that might not hurt after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It might not hurt to just catch up. Yeah. We'll see. Because we have to catch up S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Oh, yeah. We still got season two. That's anyway, 22 damn episodes. At least this is all Marvel conversation. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's all in the family. But people are here to listen to us talk about... Far From Home. Speederman. Speeder, speeder, speederman. Piderman. 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 Manny, 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 man. <laughs> uh, so this is the last movie... Of the season three. Phase three. That's what I said. Phase yeah. three of the MCU. Yeah. This is the final spot. Wasn't it? Not in isn't game. this like the 26th or something? 23rd? of 20, I know. It's to the 20-something of the Marvel movies, which is insane. Um, Insane in a good way, but like my brain is just. I know. I can't. Like my poor little like early 2000s nerd heart who thought like. We we would never get anything like this. Who like couldn't even fathom, like what the MCU has become is just like still oh, is know. kind of boggling at, at what this is. Um, let's see, twenty third, 
23rd. My God. The 23rd film in the uh, MCU. It was. God di- damn. It was directed by John Watts. Yeah. And written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. Okay. So not the same writers. Or at least. Um, who- the only one I know f- from uh, um, Homecoming was uh, Sweets. I know. Because <laughs> like. I'm like I know him. So. Uh, John Watts was a. Uh, Connected to Homecoming. Okay. Okay. He was a writer director. Oh, he okay. He was our director for. Yeah, he was. Okay. He's a director for Far From Home. Um, nothing else. That, okay. Um, Onion News Network. Oh God. I mean, yeah. So. I think he did a great job. Yeah, I thought it was. It was I like. Well I like how they're kind of giving. Their director's a little more leeway, like with Taika and mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn, and I think the the Spider-Man movies. The ones that don't have to be, like, Russo-controlled, I think they're giving a little more leeway to. Um, not that the Russos don't do a great job, because I think they do, but, you know. Well, yeah, if you let people pour their heart and souls into it, yeah, then yeah. They're going to come up with a better product than the studio going, you have to have these 19 things in it. And it's like, well... I guess. Because I think that's what happened to Dark World. There, there still was a lot in this, though. Yes, there was a lot in this. Um, so Chris McKenna also was uh, the Lego Batman movie. Okay. He seems that was to not work, terrible. He seems to work with Eric Summers a lot. Okay, okay. I uh, like I like writing teams. They both worked on Homecoming. Okay. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, okay. That was surprisingly good. That was so good. I think everybody was surprised how good so that was. So good. How is it that good? I know. Um, also, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, okay. Okay. So, But he also worked on American Dad and Community and the Mindy Project. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I want to see if Eric Summers has anything. Anything outside different? Outside of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I like of television. I like writing partners, man. He was also in Community. American Dad. There you go. Um, so they also, yeah, same, the same credits. Team. That's cool. The same five uh, films. I like that. When you find somebody you can work with, that's mm-hmm. like, you know, the Russo brothers. They're like, they can count on their brother to co-direct with them. And the like Duffer when, brothers. Yeah. When you find somebody that you can work with really well, hot damn. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. It does take two. So. I mean, there's two of us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they said in unison. Okay. So. I really uh, like this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I. It was a movie. You, well, Spider-Man's not your no, favorite. I, Spider-Man's I, never your favorite. I love Tom Holland, though. Yes. Well, he's perfect. He is precious. And Zendaya, too. Like, I adore her. I mean, her. yeah. Um, and one of the funniest things has been the all the press for this movie involved Jake Gyllenhaal and the three main kids. I call them kids. They're adults. But they're kids. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and the three main kids, Ned, um, MJ, MJ and, and Peter, and he looked like at one point they went to Disneyland and they surprised some people like they were they were taking pictures with Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And he takes and it's actually and him. it's actually Tom. Yes. And then the others come up behind him and it's like it was like, oh, it looks like a single dad with his kids at Disneyland. <laughs> it just ended up looking like Jake Gyllenhaal with his pack of children. Yes. And I really kind of deeply love that That's because like adorable. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those guys that he's a really good actor, but I don't always want to see what he's in. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I know he doesn't do a lot of mainstream stuff as far as like big budget superhero movies, but it was nice to see him in this. 
Um, I think he did a really good job with it. And I, I think there were people that weren't as familiar with it. I don't know him well. Didn't expect him to be the villain. Yeah. Oh. Those people. Like Janya. No, I know. I knew who Mysterio was. Okay. You no, knew, I, no, you knew I Mysterio always was know. not a I good always, dude. No, I always knew Mysterio was a bad guy. Okay, good. I mean, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, no, I don't know the actor. Okay. I'm okay. not familiar with the actor. No, I know the character. Yeah, he's he's not in a lot of, like, big budgety mainstream stuff. He's a great actor, though. He's one of those names where I know his name, and yeah. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Whatever. It's like... I I don't I I think both of us are like we don't want to see movies that are like dark and depressing. Yeah. Cuz like there's enough of that shit out there. So like I don't tend to see a lot of what he's in, but I thought it was really nice to see him. I think he had fun with it. He did. He 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 played the character well. Yeah. He was charming. Yeah. Um and when he needed to be menacing, he was menacing. Yeah. Um he had a lot of flexibility with his character, which he seemed to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I enjoyed that. I did too. Um, now, over, I mean, overall, I like the film. Um, I love all of the callbacks we saw, we saw. I love how it was almost an accumulation of the last 23 or yeah. 22 movies. You felt, it, it didn't feel isolated. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. Where Homecoming felt a little isolated. A little bit, yeah. Because you got Tony, but it was like, yeah, it was a weird, like, oh, Pepper and Tony are back together. Like you felt like you it had missed some weird, but the, some stuff. Yeah, but the callbacks. I mean, literally, we had a flashback to Iron Man one. Yeah. So God, oh my God, when they started deep cutting, where some of these people were from, and you're like, holy, holy shit. shit! It was because you saw yes. him in the bar. You see him, but it just didn't register. That's that guy. And I had literally just you know seen who he is right the actor. The actor? Yeah. No. Who? I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm picturing Billingsley? Him. Is that who that is? John Billingsley? That's that's not who that is. Yes. Shut the fuck up. It is. Um, no, like, I just saw the first Iron Man, like, three day because, like, FX was showing it again because everybody was, in, like, in Marvel fever, and I'd just seen the original Iron Man. Peter, sat- not John, Peter. Peter Billingsley. Okay, okay. Um, I had just sat down and watched for the first time in a long time the first Iron Man start to finish. Yeah, I need to just sit down and watch. And so they it. picked they picked people that either they edited it in a way that like he wasn't really in the movie, but like it flashed back to it. Oh, but it worked. But like he was actually in it, and I didn't bat I know, an they eye. Go back and it's and it's Obadiah Stane, and you're just yep. like, whoa! But he was a small enough character that I didn't bat an eye until no. they showed me it was him, and then I was like, holy fuck, yes, it is. So uh, that was so cool. I love being the, surprised by it like the that. The suit building scene. Yes. Was, and I've got this in my notes somewhere, but we'll just go ahead and talk about it. The yeah. suit building scene was almost scene for scene from Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, th- this Even was, like down to the, like the glove he's putting his hand the, into. Oh. Everything like. Oh, the nostalgia. How can we have nostalgia in the MCU? Because it's been. My gosh. It's been 11 years. And t- and because you know Tony's dead, they now—that's the feeling I want from MCU movies. Though mm-hmm. I want a sense of—I rec—I want to feel a part of it because I recognize. I want everything. it to feel meaningful. Like yes, like it, how much did we see in this film that's going to play forward? And we can talk about some of those points when we get. Yeah, to I mean, how many bits and pieces from this are going to play forward? Yeah, yeah. 
what are they setting up? Yeah, they know, exactly. You know they're setting something up. And I think I think and one, I'm not talking post credit. No, and I think I think one thing that even the MCU didn't anticipate with its own success because Iron Man was such a gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there were the beginnings of the Avengers, and it was like that was really cool. But like, I think they've gotten better at long term planning. Yes. Instead of just like, holy fuck, this is we we long term planned for like the bones of six movies. And now it's yeah. like I think I think they've gotten even more f- far reaching with their planning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm really I think they're doing a much better job now with like little clues that pay off a mm-hmm. lot longer. Um, Playing the long game. Yeah. A lot farther away. Yeah. But yeah. it God, it was so cool seeing um, the deep cut of, oh, fuck, this is where these people came from. Yeah. Even yeah. if you can't go back and pinpoint that actor in that movie, the way they cut it together, you were like, oh, shit, they were there. Oh, yeah. You can easily believe that that happened. Yep. Um, well, and I, yeah, it's, I enjoyed the movie. Yes. I still, even when I went back and saw it the second time, I was just kind of, eh. Spider-Man has never been your favorite. No, it, but I, that's my problem is I think I tend to walk in with that prejudice. Yeah. Um, but I always have fun with it. And, like, I love Spider-Man, but I had Spider-Man fatigue like a bunch of people had. Yeah. I remember when they when they did the deal and they were going to shoehorn him into See, I never Civil s- War. I never saw the Yeah, other... you never saw the Tobey Maguire's and stuff or, like that. No, not even just... I never saw the one before that. Tobey Maguire was the first. Oh, you, it was no. Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield. Oh, Andrew. Okay. See, I don't even know. So I like, never saw any of those. I love Spider-Man, but I was in Spider-Man fatigue, mm-hmm. and I was one of the ones that was like... Honestly, you couldn't, like, that, you're so, like, you know, dicks out for for Spider-Man. I was a little tired of it, but, like, they won me over. But they didn't rehash no, Uncle they didn't. Ben. That, God, Thank I've goodness. seen that so although, many times. Although, as, as we've recently discovered. Tony is Uncle Ben. Tony is Uncle Ben. Yeah. That, I had that realization late at night. And you're like, God damn bed, it. Falling asleep and went, crap. Yep. Tony is Uncle Ben. Yeah. Shit. But Tony's death, I think we're going to see reverberate. Like, we saw it in this movie, but we're going to see it in more places. I still want Robert Downey Jr. to have the cameos now. I do. God, just as himself. Even if it's just a picture in the background. Oh, look, here's Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, Stark. I don't even care if he's just RDJ. Well, I mean, yeah, that too, but... I'm saying yeah. even if it doesn't go so far as to have him as an actual cameo. cameo. Kind of like the mural they had of Stan and Deadpool yes. 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. I would love that. Um, which we saw a lot of that in Far From Home. Yes, we did. We did. So, um, do you have a favorite scene? Uh, um, I really liked the first fight that we saw, which was in Venice. And where he was, he didn't have his, he didn't have his mask. Okay. okay. He and had he was like, like the Mardi Gras mask Improvising. On. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I thought that was a fun scene because it was, it was like, Peter's trying to protect everybody, but he's also trying to protect his own identity. And like, then there's this well, Mysterio protect, guy and like. He's trying to protect them by protecting his own right. identity. So I thought that was really well done. But I also thought the, the end battle in London was really well done. Mm. Oh, when they got to the Tower Bridge, which mm-hmm. in, in some of the Easter egg videos I watched this morning, they kept referring to it as the London Tower Bridge. And it's like, no, baby. I'm like, oh, honey, 
I mean, that's not that's not wrong, but also because so many people incorrectly refer to it as the London Bridge. It is, in yeah. fact, the Tower Bridge. And I will tell this story a thousand more times. Yes, you will. When I was there, you know. It was it a was, structure that made Johnny weep. I left for that trip on this day. Like three years ago? Three years. It was 2015. Jesus. Oh, God. That's four years ago, baby. Was it four years ago? On this day. Jesus. I left August 10th to go on that trip. So anyway, uh, my That mother, was the longest month of my life. It was three weeks. It was a month of my <laughs> life. So my mother and I traveled Europe for three weeks, and we did go to the Tower of London. We you went there. You didn't kill her. I did not kill her. Um... We toured the the, the tower. You were surprised by the bridge, though. I did. Like, it kind of snuck up on you. I walk. We walked out onto the Thames, and I look up, and there's the Tower Bridge, and I burst into tears. And my mother's like, "What?" Where did and I was you like, think? It's, it was? I'm like, "It's the bridge." And she was like, "Where did you think it was?" Like, we're at the tower. Know. Yeah, yeah. But it was the one thing in that whole trip. Yeah, that brought Listen, me to tears. I cry at Disney rope drop. So like. There's no judgment I mean, I for get me, that. man. I get that, though. Yeah. I do now. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so I think my favorite scene would have to be specifically um, when Peter closes his eyes, and it's it's like that climax moment. Yeah. Um, where he closes his eyes, and he does the, the Peter tingle. The Peter. God, the fact that we still have not referred to it as a spider sense, and it is now the Peter Tingle, is like one of my favorite things. Because <laughs> it's so dumb, and I love it I so know, much. I know, the Peter Tingle. Um, oh, let me find this particular, since we're talking about that. Since oh, we're see. talking about the Peter Tingle? Let's see if God. I can find. Um, and I really I, love Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. I do, too. She's so perfect. Yeah. I don't see it now, but it's. And I know a lot of people the, were upset because it was like, she's not like 90 years old. And it's like, I that's fine. I can't find it. And Franzi, if you're listening, I want to know if this is true. Okay. I read somewhere, I could not confirm it, that the German translation of Peter Tingle, the word that they use, literally translates to um, Peter Action. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! I could not neither. I can neither confirm nor deny. Well, I don't even care if it's true. But German is such a fun language. Yes, from what we've learned. It's like oh, we have a very specific word for like, and it's and it, it gives you like a twenty word summation of, and it's like you have a word for that, and it's like yeah, I know the very specific feeling that you have when da da da, and it's like okay, you mean, uh, blah, blah, blah. yeah, it's like it's like twelve syllables long, but yeah, we have a word for that. Yeah, there's a word for that. So. Apparently, there's a word. I'm not, again, I'm not sure. That would be really if cool. If that is accurate or not, but there it is. So, so yeah, I, I, I was, re- and I think this tonally, it fit with Homecoming, and it also, it, it had a little more gravitas with it because we were right after Endgame, but I think mm-hmm. we needed this after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Endgame was so fucking heavy. And so, it like, uh, that we needed, like, and, and it made, it made proper reference I to it. It made proper reverence to the fact that I Tony see, was dead. I see him everywhere. Yeah. That scene, even though we saw it in the trailers, that scene still yeah. got you. Yeah. When you saw it in the movie. Um, which the other scene from the trailers, which was him battling the bad guys and he's talking to the policemen, were not in the movie. But that's traditional. They tend to put stuff into a trailer. Yeah. And it's not And it doesn't in the necessarily, movie. yeah. yeah. But that's still a cool scene. Yeah. 
Um, but I filmed it. It exists. Yep. I bet it's in the extended version. <gasps> I bet it is. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I needed this little, like, break after I think just it, how fucking uh, the pacing, heavy the what the pacing yes of the film was really good I never I got too. uh fatigue fatigue I never got bored never got, oh come on can we just move on with this yeah um so that was a lot of fun yeah um also my sweet baby Peter you really get that he is a dumb teenager not that teenagers are but dumb but trying. like he you, doesn't know everything. You don't have he's a lot of life trying. experience Ex- that, at that exactly. age. He doesn't have the information. And to, he's a little. Ex- he doesn't have the experience to pull from, but he's trying. And he's still a little naive because that's what, and that's what Beck he's, capitalized <clears throat> on. And he was trusting Fury. Yeah. Well, he trusted Mysterio because Fury trusted him. Exactly. exactly. I don't know that he would have trusted him independently. I don't we think don't, he would have either. We don't know that, but because he trusted Fury. And he's so was so desperate to be able to hand the mantle off and say, it's not me. Yeah. He didn't want that responsibility. He didn't want that responsibility. Well, I mean, who does at that age? Exactly. He just wanted to go be with the girl. I mean, what at his, his what? 17, 18. He's 18. Um, I believe. No, I think in this movie he's like sixteen because he was like fifteen no, in Homecoming. He's eighteen. Is he? I think I read somewhere he's eighteen. Oh, okay. Um, because in the movie, because some, somewhere in the movie they were talking about. I was reading somewhere in, um, that they were talking about. He says he's not old enough to drink, but in that particular country, the drinking age is eighteen. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think they they highlighted that because you know this whole like Peter is wise before his years and da 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 like. It's like, he's smart that doesn't make him wise there you go and like we get a lot of a lot of the stuff where it's like oh well peter parker would never do it at all a lot of peter parker is a grown-ass adult in the comics that's true so like we are getting we have to remember this is teenage and i thought that felt they carried that through that it felt like it was a teenager who mm-hmm. had gone through all this shit because we do feel some growth from homecoming mm-hmm. um but also like he desperately doesn't want to be the guy he wants to be a kid for a little while longer. Like he enjoys being I mean, Spider Man. He does, but my God, he doesn't want that responsibility. Um, and Beck played on that, but like I think that was very well written, very well done. That it was like believable. It wasn't like oh, I'm handing these over as a plot point. Oh, I agree. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think the writing was really tight, um, and it had great pacing. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we can go on and on about that for ages. So, uh, do we want to do the traditional go down the cast list? Yes. Okay. So, we're going to start with Peter Parker. I love Tom Holland. That we, boy is a gift I, to this world. Every couple of weeks, I have you to You have to watch Umbrella? Umbrella. I yeah. just, I have to. It just gives me the warm fuzzies. Yeah. He's you, great. You, you know. I know. <laughs> the tingles in your pants? There is now a, there has been a, um... A trend on TikTok. Yes. I watch TikTok now. Yeah, it's we both do. consuming my life. Yeah, it's not a TikTok at all. But there's been this trend of um, somebody in Spider-Man cosplay doing doing, the... doing a bit from Umbrella and then somebody duetting them and then somebody duetting that. And it's just a continued duet and it's just this long line of people doing. Also, what and it's no- pretty, they're pretty good at it. Also, what I've noticed on TikTok and um, anybody that's listening, don't be this dick. Is a lot of people having to justify their like of the MCU because they also like Tom Holland? If you don't I've be a dick bag, don't like be like, oh, just be- you, you just only because- like the MCU because you like Tom Holland. Just so? because you're a young 
And this is it's uh, mostly, mostly women. women, but because yeah. you're a young woman who happens to like Spider-Man does not mean that they don't have interest in the entire MCU. And doesn't mean they're not like there's no such thing as a real fan. Stop trying to gatekeep. Don't be assholes. Whatever. Whatever. So that's like a trigger for me. Um, Also, I found the TikTok to the the Spider-Man Deadpool. Yes. I found their TikTok and there's so much more out there than that one I fucking love that dance. Because I will watch that bit. Yes. That's amazing. That viral one. With him with with his Hello Kitty backpack. Hello Kitty backpack. And he's got his Hello Kitty backpack in every one of their videos too. I found them. They're awesome. Yeah. Anyway, we just totally went off. That but yes, Tom Holland that. is a precious, so, precious pancake, and I love him. All right, so let's talk about um, <coughs> a bunch of the Easter eggs and stuff that happened, because there's a lot going on here. Okay, okay. Um, so in the scene where uh, the homeless shelter and Peter's doing the public... With the suit that I hate. Yeah, but it's the it's the public um, appearance that he's yeah. doing to help raise money for yeah. it. Uh, when they go backstage and... Um, Happy comes in with the big check from Synchronicity, which, by the way, is who backs the Marvel credit card. Shocker. I know. Oh, my gosh. Never would have thought. by that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Disney card. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. I can't do the Marvel card. Disney card. Disney card. Which apparently are backed by two different banks. Anyway, which is weird. Um, you can see a wrestling poster in the background for Crusher Hogan. Oh no! You know who Crusher Hogan is? His dad, right? He's the first. No, it's the first wrestler that um, asked Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh no, that was a Hogan. Peter Parker. The first Way time he back. got to the, his very first, very first issue. Oh shit! When he f- did his like homemade costume, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. He got in the ring with Crusher Hogan to test his strength. Very first. Issue. Any relation to Happy Hogan? I don't know because that's wow but that's oh wow that's That's a way that's a way back when yeah um and also today is august 10th happy birthday peter parker oh it's peter parker's birthday his passport his passport lists august 10th as his birthday spider-man's first appearance in amazing fantasy number 15 was released august 10th 1962 i love that that's dumb and i love it i love shit like that i know thank you mcu so happy birthday peter parker yay you're old yeah you're old oh what does that make him can you do the math what 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 year was it 1962 hold on um let's be real i'm doing it on my phone i know you are i'm not a super genius I even I can't math that. Give me the year again because I already blanked out. 1962. 57 years old. That's not bad. That's not bad. Doing pretty good. He looks damn good for his age. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's uh, just keep going. In the film, uh, he mentions Captain Marvel. It's the first time Carol Danvers was referred to as Captain Marvel. Fury says to him, do not invoke her name. Yeah. That's clue number one. That's a scroll. Uh, because Captain Marvel is Marvel. Yeah, to them. And Marvel was who was trying to help them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Find oh, their wow. own. Yeah. Do not invoke her name. There's hint number one. Okay. That Fury was a scroll. And we'll get into what other people th- think have been hints way back in the day. Uh, well, I th- that was one of. Okay. I'm just trying not to dry pie myself. Yeah. Which I apologize if any of this is in anybody's emails, but here we are. 
Uh, the Peter suitcase. The Peter suitcase. Peter's suitcase yes. that has the initials on it. Uncle Ben. Fucking Uncle Ben. I know. That was when I was like, God damn it. Uh, that would be Benjamin Franklin Peter. Parker. One of my. F- Benjamin Franklin Parker. One of the funniest things the internet has ever produced, and it's still funny to me because that is the way my brain works, is the picture of Uncle Ben's rice and then the picture of Toby Maguire crying. Yes. <laughs> Just still think that's hilarious. That is beautiful. Oh, it's terrible, but I love it. Uh, when Peter wakes up in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. he's wearing a bright orange shirt. Yeah. It's an actual soccer shirt. The From Royal Dutch Soccer Union. There we go. Uh, it is used by the national soccer team. That was accurate. So the assumption is those other people were um, at the soccer game. Oh, they were lovely. Everybody they were was very so helpful. lovely. We gave you the shirt because we thought you were cool. Okay, when Peter is trying to get his sunglasses back from Flash on the bus, yeah, he knocks him out. Which at first I was like, "What the fuck?" But then I was like, "Oh yeah, he has super strength, doesn't he?" Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is very likely a reference to Spider-Man issue number eight, where Peter and Flash have an after-school boxing match. Yeah, Flash is an asshole, like even more so than these movies show. Um, and he does. One of my favorite things, though, is that he, like, is a huge Spider-Man fan. I know. And it's just like, oh, my God. That is great. Uh, The suits, we're not even going to talk about suits. There are so many suits referenced. So many suits. That I just, we don't have time for that. I'm going into so much other crap. I hate the shiny suit with the gold. I hate that I know you do. I know you do. It's the uh, red and orange one. That they show in the holograms when he's building. Oh, yeah, 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 I can't yeah. stand that one. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the scene that's almost shot for shot. Iron Man. Uh, from Iron Man. Yeah. So, um, this is so out of order because I just kept finding information everywhere. Because you're trying to tie them to the character, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, okay, the song Happy Plays While Peter is Designing His New Suit is Back in Black by who? ACDC ACDC which is yeah. this, of course the same song yeah uh, in, uh, from Iron Man yeah uh, Peter hilariously mistakes the band to be Led Zeppelin oh, God. whose immigrant song was featured in, in Thor Thor Ragnarok yep. they used it so nice they uh, used it twice oh and it tracks that like a young kid wouldn't know who the fuck ACDC is I love Led Zeppelin and it's like no baby go sit down I mean good on you for trying you tried no you get the you tried star but also no okay um the camera used by peter's teacher yeah is that possibly an homage to peter parker's camera it could very well be because peter is famously a photographer mm-hmm. for the fucking daily bugle yes, he that is. is now a fucking Infowars website yeah, we'll get to him. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> that made me... That might be my favorite scene just okay, because I love J. Jonas Ameson. Here's a goof. Okay. During the attack in Venice, Peter gets soaked uh, when the water pushes him up against the railing. A few minutes later, he's completely dry and his hair is slightly damp. Yeah, that, that tracks. My first thought was, yeah, but he's got drying in his suit, but he's not wearing He's not wearing his a suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah. That boy didn't even want to bring his suit. No. May packed it for him. He did not. Um, okay, when Peter opens the hologram display on the suit machine, several prototype suits can be seen, um, left over from Tony designing his yeah. suit, right? 
One of these suits is the Iron Suit from the Civil War comics. Oh, so apparently I'm going to get into a suit. A little um, bit, not like it sports all of them. a different design from the Iron Suit seen in Infinity War and Endgame. Um, it also includes his Octi suit featured in uh, the video game Spider Man. Yeah, I think he had the arms on at the uh, homeless shelter. He I extended think, them yes, at one point. He did. Because when Happy showed up, it was like, what the fuck? Yes. Which always reminds me of Doc Ock. Oh, I know, right? Um, both Spider-Man films ended with the same line. What? What the fuck? <laughs> Aunt May speaks the line at the end of Homecoming. Yep. She gets cut off. She does get cut off because we, we don't have an F word in and this Peter movie. And Peter S. Spider-Man says the same line at the end of the mid-credits scene in Far From Home. Okay. I mean, I think that's uh, that's saying a little something-something. Wait, Far From Home? Yeah. No, I mean... When he gets revealed as Peter Parker as Spider-Man, he says... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're he right. He says, what the... Yeah, and then they leap. cut him off just yep. like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. My baby. My sweet baby. Uh, speaking of the end of the... Near the end of the film, when Spider-Man swinging through the city to meet MJ, he takes out his phone and snaps a selfie. Photographer Peter Parker, that's what made me think of it. Also a reference to the selfies you can take when you're playing the PS4 game. Oh my god. Uh, And when he swings past Grand Central, you can see the memorial statue for the Battle of New York. Oh, no. And there's also talk that they go by the the same building. They film the same building that's the Osborne Mansion from... Oh, wow. Tobey Maguire movies. Maguire movies. Yeah. And that's Green Goblin, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, Green Goblin and then... Hobgoblin. They didn't. It was. But it's the it's the Osborne. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if the son was Hobgoblin or if he just I, became green. I, yeah, my brain goblins. Is on this flying goblins. iteration. I can only keep so much memory. I fucking love Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin though. So like, I wouldn't be mad if. Oh yeah, he was really. Good. I can see that. Having not seen them, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, this is listed as a goof, but I don't think it is. Okay. Tell me what you think. Okay. When Peter gives the glasses back. To uh, gives glasses to Beck. He has to go through a transfer routine. Right. When he gets them back, Peter puts them on and Edith responds without any transferred protocol. Okay. We talked about this because I wondered about this and I, the more I think about it, the more I liken it to he was adding Beck as an admin, but he wasn't like deleting himself. He did not relinquish control. Yes. That's listed as a goose, but still I an authorized don't think user. it is. Yeah. I think it was just adding Beck as, as an admin with his level of access. Exactly. And you having your security knowledge that you have yeah okay so you agree with that yeah because i think he it's never only... specifically said take me off exactly i think it's only a goof if if there had been any indication that he no longer had access as well because they never and they never established only one person can have access like so i don't think it's a goof uh okay peter says he is under 21 when beck offers him a drink based on his age during captain america civil war he should be 17 or 18 now. The legal drinking age in the Czech Republic um, is 18. Yeah. But he's Peter also. So, like, I don't see him being like, ooh, I can drink. Yeah. That just doesn't seem in in character with him. I get that. Um, oh, Peter losing his Peter Tingle. Yeah. Is a reference to the Spider-Man, Spider-Man No More storyline. Also, Mysterio is known to dampen his Peter Tingle with okay, but some of his stuff. The Spider-Man No More storyline is what they did in the Tobey Maguire movie. Ugh. God, that last movie was just utter I'm trash. I'm just saying. Spider-Man 3 was like trash. But that was the 
Spider-Man, no yes. more storyline, because yes. he was doubting himself, and Peter was doubting himself yeah. at that time. Um, let's see. Met fans will probably notice in Peter's room Okay, the Mike Piazza, Pizzazza jersey. Piazza, I think, or Mike Piazza. Or Piazza oh, God, I should know this I know better. the sports ball. You know. <laughs> As demonstrated by the Peter Parker Spider-Man number 33. Touch run. <laughs> Spider-Man number 33, Peter attended Mets games with his uncle. Aww. And would continue to do so. Aww. Um, it's, it's fun to see a fandom within our fandom. Yes. Yes. Plus, let's be real. Peter's from one of the boroughs. He's not a Yankees fan. I mean, you're right. Okay, um, the final plot twist about Peter's identity. Da, da, da. The only way um, that would be possible would be if S.H.I.E.L.D. kept Mysterio's activities a secret. Um, the, the thing is, S.H.I.E.L.D. or the Skrulls who are playing yeah. the part of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents... They don't have any reason to hide his identity. Yeah. Um, you know, especially since Peter sabotaged the hologram trick, that would have been viral. Yeah. In the age of smartphones. Yes. I mean, that yeah. fight on the London Bridge. 50,000 people would have been on their phones. Live tweeting, snapping. It'd be all over CNN yeah. and Fox and yeah. BBC. And I don't care how much danger people Daily are in. News. They would have been fucking They'd be recording fucking it. They'd filming that yeah. shit. Yeah. So, doesn't play. Yeah. Just saying. Just like uh, the train that hit Peter. 15,000 volts. Oh, baby. There is no way he would have survived that. Even with his special Peter, the hit and the movement is not the problem. It's the it's, it's the voltage. It's the voltage. Okay, okay, poor baby. Um, so that would never have happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is kind of in two different places. So I'm going to go over this other part real quick. Okay. If I can find it. Oh, I bet it's under trivia. Hmm. She has so many tabs, you guys. I, I but listen. you've got electronic this time. You don't I have do the stack of paper. Time. Growth. I know. So, uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. Yes. You're going to have to elaborate on that. The long-haired dude, bus driver, shields dude. You know, scruffy looking. Yeah. The muscle. Yeah. Dimitri. They introduce him as Dimitri. Okay. Um, he is Dimitri Shkmirnikov, uh in the canon, a.k.a. Chameleon. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Yep. One of the Sinister Six. Or is it Insidious Six? His stepbrother is Craven the Hunter. Shut the fuck up. So... Ugh. I told you all of that. Craven was misunderstood, according to the cartoon, at least. Okay. I told you all of that to tell you there's one reason why this next piece of trivia is important to my life. Okay. Tom Holland wanted Jason Momoa to play Craven the Hunter. That would be bad fucking ass. Anything. I don't know why I keep calling them the Insidious Six. Um, 
because also you do know that they're they're in the works to have the like the vampire type dude uh is jason momoa going to be cast no because that's all i care about morbius i think whatever i don't care slightly more your speed spider-man verse jason momoa i think it's gonna be sony though jason i know i know baby girl i know okay I would love to get him. <laughs> he would be a huge get for the MCU because it's like. Yeah, but he's already DC. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, we, we have some crossovers, but it's like we got one of your goddamn Justice League people. <laughs> um, OK, so Peter Parker's identity of Spider-Man is revealed uh, during the mid credits scene. Fucking as the final def- act of defiance from Quentin. Fucking Bay. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> so my thought is, OK, you remember back in civil war yes when i bitched that spider-man's identity should have been revealed back during spider back during civil war because that was a major plot point because his being revealed he was unregistered though that's not the point his his revel his revealing caused people to get you know people were getting beat up and then they oh had to yeah the you, it was because the catalyst it was the original yeah because it was the catalyst of the yeah. civil war and i kept pitching the fits so say so, okay but spider-man's identity is supposed to be revealed now it post, is post mcu well now it is yeah yeah. So they kind of retcon that a little bit. Oh, they've taken so much of the comic just I mean, stuff I know. and put it in a blender I and know. just, you know. I mean, he but still, I mean, he revealed himself yeah. as part of all of that because, you know, Tony wanted him to. Yeah. But whatever. But finally, it's I guess I have to live with it that that's yeah. the way they're going to do it. So, um here's some of the tearjerker bits. Okay. When um Happy MJ Flash and Ned. God, I love that. Go running to the Tower of London. Yes. The um in order to fight the drone, what did they use? A flail? Wasn't Betty it? Betty knocked over a piece of armor. Betty. Betty uses the suit of armor. Who the fuck is Betty? The blonde chick, Ned's girlfriend. Oh, I didn't register that that was her name. Her name is Betty. Okay, well. Keep up. She knocks over the suit of armor. Uh-huh. Oh, MJ no. MJ uses the mace. Oh, no. Happy uses a shield. Oh, no. Yes. I don't know. I didn't want to know yes. that. Johnny, don't make me feel feelings with Iron a Man, capital F. Thor. And goddamn and Captain, Captain America. America. The only one that's obvious is Cap. Yeah. Because he says, how does Cap do it? Yeah. But the suit of uh, armor that gets knocked over. throws it. The mace. so pathetic. Yes. Oh, happy. It's all there. You tried. So, that in mind, when at the final battle, Peter makes himself the hammer out of the debris. Yep. And gets the sign. Yep. And starts doing. <laughs> but he is. But the you know what's missing? What? Iron Man. Who's the new Iron Man? Peter. Peter Parker. Yeah. Boom. Well, I just want to cry now. You're and welcome. he gets outed like Tony outs himself at the end of Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, that's it's it's all there. Uh, I know, I know, but here we are. I know. When I read that, I was like, oh, "Well, God right. damn it!" Now I feel you're feelings. Right. I know. Okay, so um, that's. I mean, the whole movie's Peter Parker, but that's yeah. specifically Peter stuff. Peter stuff. So let's talk about Nick Fury. Okay, let's do talk about Nick Fury. Let us talk about. Nick are we going to talk about Nick Fury? Or are we going to talk about 
Talos, Nick Fury. Yes. <laughs> so, um, first of all, let's just go ahead and talk. Nick Fury brings up Star Wars. Yes, he does. We all know that in Star Wars, which that when he, okay, it kind of took me out of the movie when he referenced Star Wars because my first thought was, fuck you. You fuckers. You are, you, you cross promoting motherfucks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm fiddling. You are. Mace Windu. I know. I what know. color was his lightsaber? Purple. Purple. Pur- fucking purple. Just saying. There is a small part of me that wants fucking lightsabers, but I know we will, number one, we will waste 200 plus dollars each and never use them again. The plus is a definite. Number two, we will probably hurt ourselves. (laughs) Lightsaber fighting. The droids are going to be tough enough. Oh God, I'm so hyped. We are going to Galaxy's Edge. In like a month and a half. 42 days. No, 44 days. Yeah. I think. Anyway, um, Mace fucking Windu. So the revolution revelation that Talos is impersonating Rick Fury does kind of clean up some plot holes. Let me explain. Okay. Nick Fury would never have trusted Quentin Beck so easily. That is true. Come on. Without having like many, many other things in the work, just in case he's a, he's an asshole, you know, liar. And... That's why he's so insistent to take Peter on on the mission. And then, um, oh, I have to yawn now. And then later, it's obvious that Fury has no idea where the Avengers are, and then he has to rely on Peter. Yeah. Because Fury would have known. Although we have seen that used as a plot device in the MCU to explain why everybody's not in everybody's solo movie. Sometime Fury just needs to be Fury, and he just wants people to do the things that he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ghost Nick Fury. Never ghost Nick Fury. Um, Although I'm like, maybe Nick Fury should text instead of call with his mouth. So another sign that he is not Fury. The very first spoken word in the movie is Hill addressing Fury as Nick. Nobody calls him Nick. They call him Fury. His mother calls him Fury. Yeah. Hill? Calls him Nick. Mm. Okay. All right. Do you genuinely think it goes back as far as some of the Toast theorizers think it goes back? I don't know. I think I don't people think Joss reaching. had any like no, fucking indication that Captain it's Marvel. Hilarious it to is. entertain that. I I will say they might have put that in Captain Marvel, knowing that there was Toast in Age of Ultron. Maybe. But do you think they, I don't know. I don't know, but like. Listen, these fan theorists are ooh, good. That is true. They that are is true. good. So if you don't know that there is a toast theory, because in Captain Marvel, he's, the one fact he gives Carol that he couldn't, that a scroll couldn't make up is that he can't um, eat toast if, toast if it's cut diagonally. And in Age of Ultron, I watched it, and he has a piece of toast. I couldn't tell if Cannot it was... Cannot confirm or deny. I could not tell that it was cut diagonally, but people are saying... So, their theory is, Fury has been Talos ever since... Well, not ever since, but off and on. Potentially. Potentially. I've seen some people well, think it's ever since Fury fucked off at the end of um, Winter Soldier. Possibly. When he, like, died. Oh, uh, when he um, puts, you know, he goes, he has the sunglasses, he doesn't have his iPad, yep. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very possible. And they never did explain how the fuck Nick Fury suddenly involved again in like world security issues. Uh, I mean, he can be in two places at once. Yeah. And that gives Talos, and because Hill is being portrayed by his wife. Mm-hmm. That lady. I forgot her name. My my biggest question is, is this Fury sanctioned or not? I think it has to be because he does call him. Who calls who? His wife says, you need to tell him. And so he has to call him. That's true. So Fury's got to know. God, that'd be funny if Fury's like outsourcing himself. To be in two <laughs> places at once, though. But this also raises a lot of questions with me about like, What's the fucking nature of S.H.I.E.L.D. now? Because we know S.H.I.E.L.D. to be very different because of the show. I mean, yeah. I think we have divergent timelines purely just with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything else. Oh, sure. Because they have not had the, the, I'm sorry, the blip. Her name is Soren. Soren. The blip. The fucking blip. Okay, now. Because they don't know it's a snap. They don't know it's a snap. Nobody knows. Yeah. They weren't there. I mean, Peter knows, but like. I lo- I- See, it's little shit like that to just make me go, well, yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, the general public doesn't fucking know the blip. Um, so, yeah. Dimitri, again, is one of Fury's agents. Um, shares the, the first same first name as the ex-chameleon. Fucking chameleon. So it, it's an assumption that that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's a call to that character. Um, with Nick Fury and Maria Hill both being revealed as scrolls in the movie, could Dimitri also be a scroll? Chameleon. Oh yeah, scroll. chameleon. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's why when you said chameleon, I was like, God damn it. Yep. Fucking uh, too, man. Okay, here's a goof. Uh, Fury says that he and Maria Hill would travel to Europol headquarters in Berlin, Germany. However, it is located in the Netherlands. I also thought, oh, we're going back to Berlin again. This is fine. It's fine. A bunch <laughs> of terrible stuff didn't happen in Berlin last time we were here. So my question, my final question to you. Uh-oh. In that post credit scene. Okay. Is he on the S.W.O.R.D. space station? <gasps> that thing is huge. You think it's the S.W.O.R.D.? I'm asking you. Do you think? No, I thought it was purely the source, the the the, uh, ship that was orbiting that Marvel left. That's what I assumed it was. I think that ship was way bigger than Marvel's ship. Okay, I guess that thing was huge. I need to go back and look. That would be really cool. That was that that would be fucking cool if that was the S.W.O.R.D. I know that would be amazing. I I think that thing that he was in was way bigger. They do have a lot and more galactic help to, than they used to. Well, you have to realize that Fury's involvement with galactic, or sorry, Cosmos. Yeah, the Marvel cosmic stuff, yeah. Goes back decades. Yeah. Even though he hasn't had Which is why he didn't blink an eye Carol. when Thor showed up. True. He's like, well, whatever. You're from space. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Talos' wife's name is Soren. Okay. By the way. So let's talk about Mysterio. Let's do. Let's make do this. So, uh, he is our one new character. Yep. Like, for real, new character. He was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Uh, His original appearance is in The Amazing Spider-Man number 13 back in 1964. 
And if you're new to us and wonder why the fuck we're not doing this for the other characters, we already have in the other. Go check the back catalog. Yeah. For Happy was first Spider- talked about in like the first Iron, Iron Man. Man. So like, yeah. As Fury was his first, any first right. appear, original appearance. We'll talk about that back then. Yeah. Okay, but originally, Quentin Beck, so this is the first iteration of Mysterio, because there's yes, several iterations. Here. as there are normally with superheroes and villains. Okay, so we're only going to talk about this particular iteration. Correct. He was actually a special effects wizard and stuntman in Hollywood, yep. as opposed to a former employee of Stark Industries. So there's Ye. a slight deviation there, but it's okay because it works with the story. That's how I knew him, um, as a failed actor. In the <laughs> Proud of you. Uh in the comics, Spider-Man does defeat Mysterio uh, with his spider sense. Yep. At the end of the day because of the uh, hallucinations. But at one point, they're, like Mysterio does have like gas and shit that dampens yeah, well, I mean, gas the is, spider a, is sense. a, that's a special effect. And yeah, he disorients yeah. him on purpose. So like, I, um, that stayed true to original. So this is the first, uh, Jake's portrayal is the first live action. Yep. Appearance of Mysterio. Because so. usually he's not top tier Spider-Man villain, but they've done... But he's one of the original Spider-Man villains. He is, but so. like everybody's done Doc Ock and um, uh, fucking Con- Connors to death. Mm-hmm. So th- it was kind of nice to see a lower grade Spider-Man villain still be cool. So... Just kind of like what they did with Vulture for me, because like Vulture was never top tier, like as far as like my recognition. So I think they did a really good job with both villains. I'm so ignorant when it comes to Spider Man because I, know. I so don't care about him. I know. I never cared about him. I just don't. But um, but I mean, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I like that they went obscure. It's kind of like what they did with Iron Man. He wasn't their top tier hero, but he was what they had, and they they made an awesome vehicle for him. They did. So. What is the one common feature of the majority of the villains in the MCU? Or any, not just in the comics, even. Uh, The color. Purple? Green. Green. Loki. Loki. Mysterio. (sighs) Loki. I'm sorry, what? I knew I shouldn't have mentioned that name. Hella. Yeah. Oh, God. Hella. So the color green, uh, the color acid green has long been used in pop culture. Green Goblin to too, like if you go, villainy. yeah, possibly due to the color's origins, the fabric dye derived from arsenic. <gasps> That's cool. That's really cool. It used to seep into the human body via contact, thus eventually poisoning those in close proximity and making them crazy. Even when used as wallpaper. God. Fucking olden times were I fucking know. metal. We poisoned. Our, we put lead in paint. Yep. We were killing ourselves. Yep. Slowly. So mysterious powers are this particular shade of green, foreshadowing friendly. Who's really the villain plot twist, which we do nice. see a lot. We do. We do. Uh, we saw that with Ultron. That's we saw that with Loki too. And Loki. Um. So, and you do, and I think you know about this, is if you watch this, if you're able to, like, really, like, the third or fourth time you've watched the movie, you can see Quentin Beck lurking in the background in several of the scenes. That's awesome. Um, and some of his other men can be seen as well. That's amazing. Which, I can't, this is one of those that I can't wait to see on repeat. Oh, I Like, I, when I it's do, on. I know. I'm assuming Disney Plus when it's going to be there. Well, you, I'm buying it when it comes, well, I didn't buy Homecoming. 
when it came I out. saw Homecoming a lot, though, because it was on Stars. Yeah. So it was one of those that it was like, I've seen Homecoming a lot of times yeah. just because it's on. I do eventually want to, I own, you own, the, a, I own the majority of them. Of them. Yeah. Um, but I do eventually want to own them all. I yeah. want to own all of my movies digitally. I'm slowly, I've got a stack yeah. over there of some I've converted. That you're converting over. That I'm converting yeah. over. Um, I don't want physical yeah. stuff anymore. I'm so lazy. <sighs> okay, so uh, here's some more Mysterio tidbits. Um, zombie Iron Man. Zion Man? If you will. I made her face follow me, guys. I'm going to suspend. Suspend for friendship. <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> That's a full ten minutes. We're still going to do this podcast, though, so... You can't get that away from me completely. That doesn't mean we have to be friends while doing it. <laughs> so Marvel Zombies was a storyline between 05 and 06. God, what, the and, height of the zombie. And um, Zombie Mysterio. No, the height of the zombies was Walking Dead. That was not that long ago. Oh. Zombie Dead started in um, like 09. Okay. It just feels like it's been on forever. It has. Um and so that's, but Mysterio was, there was a zombie Mysterio. Of course there was. Um, but the spiders that crawl all over zombie Iron Man. Yeah. Black Widows. <gasps> Shut up. Just saying. It's dumb and I love it. Um, why that's under my Mysterio's facts, I don't know. But there it is. Because it is. Uh, during one of the visions. Yes. The Spir- Spider-Man clones. It is a, possibly a reference to when uh, Mysterio utilizes that during the boss battle in the original Spider-Man 2 game from 2004. Also, at one point, he, I think originally he poses as Spider-Man to rob it like a bank or something or a museum. Okay. And uh, he gets, like, he uses that tech to pretend to be Spider-Man. Okay. So. Cool. Cool. You know, who hasn't pretended to be a superhero to rob things? Me? Well, you're not Maybe living I then. Maybe I should. You're Maybe. not living then. Maybe I should. <clears throat> um, Mysterious plan about being the greatest superhero is not, would not have worked <laughs> no. at all. No, because Carol Danvers exists. No, no. The first time he went up against an actual villain, um, everything he does is a freaking hologram. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Come on. Ugh. That is true. It would have been like, yipe, 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 yipe. Right. Been like somebody call Thor. Um, I think he's with Quill right now. Hey, yeah, and also um, there were employees at Stark Industries that did not join up. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> following Stark's death, they would have recognized him. And again, with the whole um, viral videos. Yeah, but cell you notice he had the helmet on. I yeah, but still. Yeah. His death, when he died, yeah, that's and I'm true. using quotes here, Yeah, when he died, yeah. his face would have been recognized. <clears throat> and once he died, S.H.I.E.L.D. would have shared their information with other um, FBI, CIA. Yeah, um, been like, MI, yo, Peter was not. M.I. pick a number yeah. um, to ensure any future criminal activity. And so, that all being the case would have been enough to condemn... The reveal video, though. But I will say, and we don't know how this plays out because this is in future movies. We just got the moment of reveal. 
public opinion is a fickle bitch. Oh, I know. So once they're like, no, once I saw you lose. You know those people opinion? that are like, no, I saw that video, and they're it's like, no, it was it was proven to be doctored. No, I saw it. Once you and it's like lose okay public opinion yeah it's like it's lost forever no but like all these security agencies came out and said you know peter's not a bad guy and they're like but i saw, saw it. it you know so yeah oh yeah yeah but the original storyline mysterio is calling speeder speederman speederman I, I did yeah it. that's what my dad calls uh, him a villain yeah i mean he goes to jameson and says i'm gonna prove to you yeah He's a villain. Yeah. And it was so with Jameson <laughs> and it being don't take reveal, much proven because Jameson's always hated right. Spider-Man. You're right. But that Jameson being the one, that storyline basically plays out as the original. Oh, God, I love that or so much. Or the canon, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Comic canon. Because um, MCU canon is a whole different thing. So there is the hallucination of Mysterio where he's talking to Spider-Man. He morphs into like the full moon thing. Yeah. And his yeah. fishbowl becomes a, a full moon. Yeah. Um, that was a scene from Spider-Man the Animated Series. Yes, it was. E. So, uh, all right. Finally. God, I love that dumb cartoon. I know you do. Not as good as Batman, though. Mis- mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. Mysterio refers to them as Earth-616. Yes. Yes. Which is incorrect. 616 is the current iteration of Marvel Comics. The MCU is considered earth one nine 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 nine, and it's probably diverged into a bunch of different other ones now. But MC, yeah. MCU is considered Earth one nine 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 nine. Yeah, that's it. But they've also six had this six one six call sign and shield too. It's it's I, a cool little that's Easter true, egg. But um, he says he is from Earth eight three three. What is Earth eight three three, Janya? In which Spider Man is from the UK. <gasps> what? what? It's almost like Tom Holland. And it's is almost, a Brit. I know. What? And that final fight scene was where? <gasps> London. London. It's so funny. <laughs> Every time I see him speak, I'm like, this is weird. Is it kind of like when Benedict speaks with an American accent? No, that's just this hurtful. <laughs> that's just Both wrong. of Tom Holland's accents, both his natural and his American, are good. You're right. Benedict's is just bad. You're right. Okay, um, so there is so much here. Um, let's talk about Ned. I love Ned. I deeply love Ned. I love him so, so much. And it is canon that him and Betty date. I just want people to know that. This That's real. Ridiculous romance subplot. I know a lot of people could be like, this is so dumb. But also, it was the most teenager thing that could possibly have ever happened. But also very adult. Because when they got back, yeah, and they broke up, they were still friends. That is true. Very adult, but the very like intense. We have to be, you yeah. know, like together all the time, and then it fizzles out really quickly. I was like, oh wow, that's the most teenage thing ever. You're right. Oh, sorry, yawn. So apparently, United Airlines has a safety video with a tie-in to Spider-Man that features. The actor who plays Ned, who oh is my God. Jacob Battalion? Batalon? Batalon? I don't think I've I ever actually don't know heard that it I've ever heard that said. That, yeah. um, Ned. But there's also a tribute to Stan Lee. Oh, I have no. not gone to find the video. Oh, no. If it's got a tribute to Stan Lee, it'll make me cry. Okay, then you probably shouldn't watch it. Um, in the Crown Jewels vault, Ned corrects Happy. Yeah. It's not a spear. It's a halibut. Yeah. When on the plane, 
Ned's avatar is wielding yeah. a halberd. I know you caught that. Oh, yeah. Here's a fun I was one. like, listen, nerds who play RPGs, we know our weapon types. I know. Like. And you gotta be right, because it matters. It's like, no, that's a great Thord, not a one-handed Thord. <laughs> They're different. That's a broad sword, not a long sword. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There's a difference, man. Seriously. A bastard sword's like a hand and a half. Um, My D&D character carries a great sword. Yes. Because I constantly say, that's a great sword. Yes, you do. <laughs> I would like to, to rage. Guess what class my character is. Yeah, nobody's surprised by that. Anyway, um, so here's one for you. Okay. On the plane, Ned claims Peter has a perfume allergy. Yeah. Okay. Um, the school chaperone that's not common. <laughs> I can't think of the character's name. Uh, I know the actor is J.B. Smooth. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I don't remember name. his character's name either. I just always go, oh, look, it's J.B. Smooth. I love him. Mr. Dell. Mr. Dell. Mr. Dell. Mr. God. Harrington and Mr. Dell. Oh, God. Mr. Dell played by J.B. Smooth. He was a perfume designer before he became an actor. Shut the fuck up. Man. Just That's cra- How does one become a perfume designer? You have a good sniffer? I would be bad at that. I'm not good at like being like, oh, I pick up individual hints of, I'm like, I smelled three things. And they're like, there's 27 things in this. And it's like, I'm lucky if I, I smell, smelled three. I smell one. Yeah. And I usually cannot identify it. All right. So, um, here's a fun twist. Okay. Aunt May confirms she was one of the victims of the blip. As we're going to call it now. Because in the movie it's referred to as the blip. We're going to call it the blip. Next time we can call it the snap. Today it's the blip. Okay. Aunt May confirms. That she was. However. Previously when the Russo brothers were in an interview and were asked. They said she was safe? They said she was safe. Oh. It's the same one where they couldn't tell us whether or not Shuri was. Because it was a spoiler. By the way. Not a spoiler. (laughs) Would not have spoiled anything. I know, because she doesn't... Um, she just shows up at the end. Those bastards. They know what they're doing. I know, those bastards. Listen, she had to be snapped because Shuri could have fixed this all a long I time know. ago. Would have taken Shuri, you know, five years to figure this out. It would not have taken Ant-Man coming back to figure out all this. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the homeless shelter okay. is Feast. Okay. Food Emergency Aid Shelter Training was actually introduced in The Amazing Spider-Man number 548. Because, of course, it's an acronym. But it was also, I mean, you're right. But it was also featured in the PlayStation 4 game. Okay. Okay. Um, So, how do we feel about May and happy i am happy Being for them happy i am happy for although i feel bad though because i feel like they're not on the same wavelength because when they were like no happy thinks they're no. they're you know like dating and may thinks they're just like yeah. hanging out yeah uh it's more casual than that but i'm fine with them being together go for it my um, baby happy needs needs somebody this is not the first time that aunt may has dated a character from the uh from the superheroes who else? In Amazing Spider-Man number 519, Aunt May, MJ, and Peter <gasps> move into the Avengers Tower. Who does she start dating? Who? Iron Man? No. Because no. she's like way, way old in those. I don't know. 
Jarvis. Oh my god. Also, at one point in the animated series, I but think one of the supervillains pretends to be like May's boyfriend. Yeah. To find out who Spider-Man is but or something. just remember, Jarvis as a butler... Was an old dude. Was an old dude. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've talked... I feel like we've talked about this We before. probably have. Speaking of, you know, just talking about Jarvis. Now, in the MCU, Jarvis is now Vision, who's yes. basically dead. Yes. Because the so, stone that kept him alive was... May dating Happy is probably the closest we'll ever get to... Although we have seen Jarvis. Yes. We saw him in Endgame. We saw human Jarvis, though. We saw... Because Vision um, was not human Jarvis. Um, James Darcy. Yes. Darcy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're classy, classy bitches. I know. All right. Okay, so where do you want to go from here? Mm. I've got just some more random trivia. I've got some goofs, and then I've got the license plate information. All right, hit me with license plates. Okay. Because it's extensive enough that that is one of your tabs. It is. It's, okay. I don't know if it was our director or what. Yeah. But damn. Well, they I mean, saw if, you an were, opportunity. if you were given the chance to do stuff in the M- MCU, like every other fucking thing would be an Easter egg for, you know. You're right. I mean, I know this. You're right. I mean, look at my house. Yeah. Um. So near the end, of, apparently this is where we're going to start. Near the end of the film, there is a car with a license plate AMF1562. Uh-huh. Amazing Fantasy. Oh my Number god. 15 in 1962 oh my which god. is the debut of, of Spider-Man. Oh my gosh. Like I saw stuff like that and I figured it was something but like oh there's more. My brain didn't. The license plate on the car driven by Fury and Hill. MTU 83779. Okay. Marvel team up. Issue 83, July 7, 1979, called Spider-Man and Nick Fury. Oh, my God. However, for that particular German city, county, that particular set of numbers would have... blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. It was yeah. fun. It's fine. doesn't have to be realistic if it's an Easter egg. It can be whatever the fuck right. it wants. Okay. So, when the elementals appear... There is a tag or a sign somewhere that is the issue in which that particular character was introduced. Oh, that's dumb. Before the elemental attack, when Ned and Betty are on the water, there is a boat sign that reads ASM-212. The water villain, Morris Bench... Also known as Hydro Man. Yep. Made his debut in Amazing Spider-Man number uh, 212. That was in January 1981. Jesus. Uh, It's almost like they let nerds make movies now. I know. Um, During the Earth Elemental Attack, uh, there is a car with a license plate reading uh, 463. The Earth villain Sandman... A.K.A. Flint Fucking Sandman. Made his debut in Amazing Spider-Man number four in September 63. Four, six, three. Okay. During the fire 
elemental attack. There is a car with a plate reading 2865SEP. The fire villain, Molten Man, oh my AKA God. Mark Raxton, made his debut in Amazing Spider Man number 28, September 1965. Jesus. 2865 SEP. That is amazing. And finally, um, during the final elemental, the big Voltron, there is a license plate reading TASM143. The air villain, Cyclone, a.k.a. Andre Gerard, The Amazing Spider-Man, number 143, April 1975. Wow. Also... The Amazing Spider-Man comic number 143 is the issue where Peter Parker goes to Paris. Paris being He's, the only city they didn't visit. They didn't go to. He wanted they were supposed to, man, because he was going to give that to MJ at the top of the Eiffel Tower. So, also a lot of the prog license plates were incorrect. They Also, were can we legal. talk about how her favorite flower is the black dahlia because of the murders? Fuck yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I am on board with this MJ. I know, right? I love her. I love that they're making a character of that interest caliber, yeah. a.k.a. mine. Yeah. Um, Is there something behind me? Am I about to die? I left, I left a light on back okay. there and I just realized You're, it. like, looking behind me and I'm like, well, I'm about to die. <laughs> um, We didn't separate, though. That's true. Um. But yeah, because somebody who has interests like that being okay, slightly more morbid than yeah, than the average schmo. Yeah. Um, okay, I just got a bunch of text notifications. I I think that's really interesting. And yeah, MJ I do too. is not your stereotypical teenager. Yeah, she's not two dimensional. She portrays either. in the entire film. She's always uh, off. Yeah, different, but okay with it. Yeah, and I like I like how secure she is with well, who she is, and everyone around her is okay with it. Yeah, they don't shun her, they don't yeah. bully her. They she don't, just is who she it is. It just is. Yeah, yeah, I really like this MJ. So, um, so let's just knock out these these two goofs. Okay, that um, have bugged me a little bit uh, when they stay uh, at the hotel in Venice and they leave. A bus picks them up, but it's Venice. A bus would never have picked them up. No, no. Motor vehicles are not allowed in the city. They cannot navigate yeah. those roads. Not that I've ever been to Venice, but just saying. Yeah. That whole city's sinking, too. Um, it makes me sad. The whole thing with the projections of the drones? Yeah. That's not how light works. <laughs> BT dubs. <laughs> just saying. Light is not a solid. Johnny, you can do anything you want because there are drones involved. No. Drones, No. Though. I don't care that it's Stark Tech either. This but is a also... life model decoy. <laughs> Fuck you. Light does Fuck not you. work like that. <laughs> they're all LMDs. Everybody's an LMD. Because when, they're, when, when Peter is outside of it, he sees, and then he gets inside of it, and then he's seeing, like, the backs. That's not how light works. <laughs> light is not a solid. Even rainbows are transparent. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> so to some final, and by final, I mean a lot of um, control home. All right. So here's only three more pages of trivia. Jesus woman. Listen, this is pared down. Are they all good? This is pared down. So this is curated. This is curated. Okay. Okay. The one Easter egg that nobody else seems to have picked up on. Yeah. And I agree with you. I agree with your interpretation. And I looked. I wanted to find somebody else who pointed this out. Yeah. During the high school broadcast at the beginning of the film, Betty says, we need to move on to the next Phase. phase of our lives yeah this is the final movie of phase three nobody uh, else has picked up on that and i'm so proud of it i want my internet yeah. points you do you get all the internet points all two i, I guess do i, get I don't two? know i don't know how many points you get for something like that either. i just know there are points and i got one you got them i looked i wanted to find somebody else yeah because it's two-pointed use of the word phase not even buzzfeed Oh, man. up on that. All right. So after the release of this film, there's only one more entry in the Sony Marvel crossover arrangement. Okay. Um, meaning that after the next solo Spider-Man film, unless negotiations oh, come back into play, neither can make further references to the other characters in future films. Jesus. Although there's all that buyout crap. So I'm kind Yeah, I'm kind of surprised... Uh, Disney hasn't been able to just outright buy it. I mean, they will. I'm sure they want to. Yeah. Um, this movie is eight months after Endgame. Yes. That's the time frame. Yes. Um, I just find it a little hard to believe that all of the characters that we knew from... Uh, um, all the kids that we knew from Homecoming were part of the blip. Uh, although it's not stated specifically. It's funny you said that. MJ, Ned, still seem to be the same age as Peter. Uh, they refer to Brad as being five years yes. older. So that confirms that at least those three were, in fact, blipped. Yes. I think, uh, but also Flash. Yes, but also because Flash. Because Zendaya, MJ, yeah. uh, specifically says that um, yeah. he's blipped, so he's technically only 18. He takes it. Was it Champagne? Yeah. God. <sighs> oh, we get to fly. Yeah, we do. You know what they serve on flights? We're flying at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't like flying anyway, so we'll booze you up a little bit. I'm getting a beer before we get on that plane. That's totally fine. You don't want me on a flight sober. <laughs> totally and besides, fine. It's not like we're driving. That is true. That so, is very true. Um,. At the beginning of the movie, during the memorial, mm-hmm. you see that picture of Tony in front of his planes. Yeah, his, his weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and then later on, uh, Peter gets Edith. Yeah, I'm making hand motions, by the way. Yes, it's very, it's very it's rich Edith, and fulfilling. And he, he accidentally attempts to kill Brad with a weapon yes, of mass destruction. Of mass destruction. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. That was terrible. I should never make that voice again. No, you shouldn't. But, you know, that's the lengths you'll go to, our, to for our listeners. <laughs> I am a delight. You're a goddamn delight. Um. Okay, so speaking of the In Memoriam slideshow, covers the characters who died. Right. In Endgame. Uh, we see Captain America. 
Yeah, because nobody. I mean, he he didn't come back. But he and did, they don't know about all the time travel he shit. He did come back though. Eventually, he came back like right then as an, as an old man. Yeah, but like but he didn't die. That was not publicized. So you know that wasn't publicized. Either he went into hiding after he passed on the shield, or people just. I think he's just like another old dude now. Like I don't think. Yeah, nobody would expect Captain. Yeah. America to be old. Because, like, then they'd have to explain the time travel bullshit. And, like, I don't think anybody involved wants to have to, like, be yeah. on Oprah talking about any, like, you know, alternate timelines and shit. Okay, so let's get this out of the way. This marks, this this movie marks the official debut of one J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah! In, in the MCU. He has not been in a film since <gasps> Spider-Man 3 of 2007, and he is played by... J.K. Simmons, who was born to be J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, he was. However, um... He's a fine actor, and he does other things well, but this is what he was born for. This marks the first time an actress played the same character in a Marvel film as they did in the previous series, which opens the way... Four Fantastic Four characters, yep. four X-Men characters. Yep. I'm just saying you better go talk to James McAvoy. Except for when your fast your your um Fantastic Four character was also Captain America. <laughs> you make a good point there. <laughs> but go talk to James McAvoy yes. and and Fassy. Fastbender. I could not remember his name. So get them on board. I know. I've I've like found myself accidentally referring to them as as uh as Mc, McFassy. Mm. And I'm like, oh, no, that's the, no, that's one of their ship names. Sorry, my bad. I mean, um, but that's real. But the fact that I love that they brought him back because he's like, I'm sure they could have recast and Marvel's really good about casting and there could have been somebody. But like my little heart would have like always belongs to him as that character. And he's so good at it. And the fact that they made him into like this Infowars style website. So, OK, so let's talk about that. Uh J. Jonah Jameson, because you have to say the whole name. You do have to say the whole name. J. Jonah Jameson <clears throat> has always run a newspaper. Yeah. But they, they but updated him. kind they of dead him. a little. He's, uh, I, I kind of think of him as like a YouTube guy. I, yeah, I took it to be like, like a lot of people made a lot of comparisons with InfoWars, where it's just like, it's an internet. But what's the platform? YouTube. <sighs> YouTube or a website. Well, they couldn't use YouTube it was the daily. Specific. It was like the dailybugle.net. Yeah, that's true. So, like, he's just shouting at a camera on the internet. And it was like, oh, God, too real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I do like that they updated him, even if they used the same actor. Yeah. And, like, it felt it felt interesting because... Oh, the whole... It would have felt weird for Peter to somehow be involved as a photographer again, because, like, print media is so yeah. different, and, and Peter's such a young kid... And so, like, this was a nice way to include that. Because I kind of, like, resigned myself to, like, that part of Peter's backstory Story. was never going to make it to the MCU. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we were able to bring it in while still keeping this Peter was real. Well, like, think, it surprised the shit out of me. I think they're trying to get away from a, a lot of the rehashing. Yeah. Um, like, they didn't bring in Uncle Ben. But, yeah. we, again, we still had Tony. Uh, that kills me. I know. I know. Um. So I think they're trying to. to it's the Spider-Man fatigue you were talking mm -hmm. about earlier. So and, and he's I think this such is part a, of it. He's such a good character, and he's so good at whipping up the media against mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. 
that well, it like God, it makes sense if like that's if, how they're going. It's like if you remember in Iron Man one though, they updated a lot of that, like the particular war that he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was no like longer that. Vietnam. It, it was you know right it, in his uh, the arc reactor. It was originally it was like magnets and stuff, and they updated yeah. so much. They're doing the same yeah. thing here, which is good to see. While still giving us this really cool character that a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. Despite how horrible he is. He's the worst. But I love him so much. Okay, we already talked about Hydra Man. Yes. Although, while technically he was not in the film, Flash does talk about researching him. Um, and the sailor named Morris Bench. Okay. Who is, okay. in fact, Hydra Man in the comics. He's the only one of the element, the quote-unquote elementals. Elemental, yeah. Um, that were directly named. So there was kind of some uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. references in this. Eh, ish. If you you squint and turn your head. Yes, ish. They're there because one is the post-credit scene of Nick in a fake Tahiti setting. Yep, yep. Which we were both like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you can pry that. That's Tahiti. You can pry that from my cold dead hands. Yes, but there's also the mention of Kree sleeper cells. Mm. Yes, which we've seen in S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, uh, which is was a shield thing, um, which we have wrapped up. Speaking of shield, we have wrapped up season six. Oh, so I thought um, you meant like we have wrapped up the Cree thing, and I'm like, oh, no, that's no, no, some no. lofty words. <laughs> no, we wrapped up uh, season six, Agents of Shield, yes. on our Agents of Shield podcast. You should listen to. Yeah. Um, but also, the sleeper cells could be a foundation for the secret invasion. Yeah. They could be pocketing that. Yeah. And we have the scrolls around already. Yeah, exactly. And so that. Plus, we don't know what they're going to do with Carol in the future, too. Exactly. That I mean, that could go. One of my favorite exchanges. But it's a foundation one of for my, something. Yes. One of my favorite exchanges in the MCU is, um, hey, Peter Parker, in Endgame. You got something for me? Yeah. I, that is one of my very favorite things ever. I have purchased of course i did yes in game on digital i need to i need to see that again i have i know i think i think we're signed in on, on your voodoo on my xbox not on my tv okay because i'm not let me know because on my we'll smart you... tv it's mine i think we did that on purpose oh we need to do the opposite on mine then yes oh yeah okay yeah. so we can share stuff yee um yeah it's just as heartbreaking I figured it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, you were like, <laughs> it's like, still terrible. If you're wondering if it's going to make you cry, it will. it's gun stuff. Yeah. So we already talked about Peter Billingsley, who reprises his role as William Ginter Riva. Can you imagine what it was like to get that call? I know. Like 10 fucking years later to be like, hey, so you want to be in the MCU again? Peter Billingsley is not only a friend of one John Favreau. I love John Favreau. Do you know who Peter Billingsley is? I don't think I do. He's Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Shut the fuck up. I hate that movie. I hate that movie so much. Really? Yes. Should we cover that for our show this Christmas? No, I usually make you think what you watch things you hate. Two years. Two years. Oh. Last year we movie. did do Die Hard, though. We so. did. God, I hate that movie. I am not one of those people that's like, <laughs> it's on a marathon. So, God, yes. that's little Ralphie. That's little Ralphie. I love it when I see child stars, like, still working and not being, like, a complete but he's fucked like up mess. actual friends with John Favreau. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Um, God. So here's uh, something that's got some controversy going out there on the Ooh. interwebs. The end of the, near the end of the film, there's this banner uh, over by the original side of the Stark Tower. Okay. And it says, one, two, three, dot, 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 question mark. Like phases? Is this a reference to the new side of the Baxter building, Fantastic <gasps> Four, or is it a reference to Phase Four? Okay. I think it's a reference to Phase Four. I'm not getting my hopes up for Fantastic Four. No, because, okay. I also have Fantastic Four fatigue. But if they introduce the characters for Fantastic Four like they did Peter Parker. But the Baxter building doesn't have to be where Stark Tower was. No. But that's where that sign is. Okay. I think. If they could do a good if Fantastic Four. they could just Four, have Dr. Reed just appear. Because the thing. The as thing a about, buddy of Dr. Strange. The thing about the Fantastic Four is. is uh, not Spencer Reed. Jesus. Um. Reed Richards. There you go. Is one of the kind of like Wanda is in the comics where it's like da 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 Reed Richards fixes it. Or Which Sue is, and Reed's kid who is even more powerful right, than anybody else. It was, it was in Civil War that Reed um created this alternate time pocket that he stuck yeah. people in for Civil War. Blah, it's blah, like blah. yada 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 Reed Richards fixes it. Exactly. So like Part of me kind of wants to see that. Part of me is a little wary of that because. But we're gonna need a a a, a Tony Stark stand-in, like a yeah. But I mean, we kind of have from Peter a Parker but from standpoint. A, but I'm thinking from a life experience standpoint. Mm. So if they bring him in, but I'm saying if they bring him in like they did Peter, yeah, without the fatigue, using a completely different coming at it from complete, not an origin story, or they do a baby Reed Richards. Like a baby Reed Richards, Ooh. like a teen Reed Richards. No, I'm tired. Because uh, no, that's the thing, though. The last. Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't. Okay, I'm going to be real with you. I haven't seen the uh, latest Fantastic Four with Michael B. Jordan. It's good. I heard it was real bad. I liked it. And I liked the first of the, like, as bad as it was. The Jessica Alba Fantastic Four, like I kind of yeah. stupidly liked it. The second one was trash. I mean, yeah. Um, I kind of liked it though, but like because him and his sister were, um, they kept talking about them as siblings, but yeah. nobody batted an eye that they were two different races. Yeah, I love that. Well, nobody in the movie did. Well, I, I mean the movie. Yeah, because there were a lot of people that were like, <gasps> Johnny Storm is brown. <gasps> it's like how dare I know, right? Um. No, I, I think, I don't know, at this point I kind of have to put my trust in the MCU that if they decide to go the Fantastic Four route. I know. That like, okay, they I will at least give it a shot. Peter Parker without the yes. Uncle Ben fatigue. I think they can do it. They made me give a shit about the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy that yes. I had no, <laughs> like. They're making me give a shit about Spider-Man, so. Yeah, I care about a tree and a raccoon now, so like. <laughs> I get emails from a raccoon. I mean, so, like... I mean, whatever. So, no, like, I, I would assume it would be Phase 4, but, like, if there has been a lot of... Get back to the original. Yeah. Game. I think it's Phase 4, too. There I has been a lot of hoping. a lot of wondering about the whole Fantastic Four yeah, thing. Yeah. If they can uh, get that... I, I don't know if they have gotten that property back or if they... I think they'll bring the X... Oh, they have it. Okay. It's, it was part of the deal. 
Um, but I think uh, mm. the, yeah, was, I keep X, forgetting boxes part of now. The deal. Um, and I think, but I think they're going to bring back X Men before they do. Yeah, I don't know. X Men is too. I don't know the if they're going to reboot X Men. Or if they're going to fold them into the MCU. Well, you know, Hugh Jackman's not coming back. No, because the X-Men have enough of their own shit to warrant their own, as we've seen, their own. which generation of X-Men would would you prefer they bring in? Ian McKellen? Stuart Patrick? Stuart Patrick? Patrick Stewart? Or... I wouldn't mind. I honestly wouldn't mind a clean reboot, but I would almost like them to hit on the mutants that they haven't. Okay. Like, give me more of... Like, we got Rogue, but we haven't gotten a real but Rogue. But a real Rogue. Like, a flying super strength. Gambit. 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 They've been promising us a Gambit for... I, think that's, fi- to I be, think that's finally um, dead. Ch- well, it is now because the deal's because the, been made. Yeah. But yeah. The Channing Tatum... Yep. As Rogue, I was willing man, to give him he a was, chance. He, I've seen him in an interview. He was practicing the goddamn oh, he was cards. very excited. So, like, I... I don't know if... I'd, I'd almost... If we're gonna go that kind of, like new team route i would almost rather them do just young avengers yeah because i think x-men are kind of their own I know, thing everybody it's, wants young avengers though it's and too I'm, much i'm to, too old for young avengers i know but it's i think i think cramming x-men into the mcu is too much you're right we've had I no mean, mutant yeah. involvement yeah. until you know because you know they were verboten from calling anybody a mutant okay well, we got to move on. Yes. Because we're getting Sorry. we're getting real long-winded here. I know. I asked a question and got an answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Five hours long. I know. Um, so here's a bunch of more Easter eggs. We're just going to run through them. Okay. Because yeah, uh, we have the, to get the feedback. I know. On the airplane. Okay. The movies. Yes. The snap. Finding Wakanda. Hunting Hydra. Jesus Christ. I didn't even notice that. Nova with Eric Selvig. Jesus. Noted, noted that Nova being both a TV show and... And a big canon character. Also, can we MCU get Eric has Selvig back now? Yes, please. Uh, also, finally, uh, Heart of Iron. Which, Jesus. of course, was the Iron, Iron Man. Yeah. Wow. So, here's a bunch of more Easter eggs. The hotel they stay at is the Hotel de Mathis. Reference to J.M. Mathis, who wrote several Spider-Man stories and is possibly his most famous being Craven's Last Hunt. Jeez. This is where it got meta. Okay. Dimitri, who's interested, this is where yep. we talked about this. Dimitri, who's interested in the movie, is a reference to Dimitri Smirnoff, a.k.a. Chameleon, who's stepbrother to Craven the Hunter. Okay. Wow. So, when Peter's classmates and chaperones are leaving Venice, they turn a quarter. There's a bunch of street signs. Yeah. The street signs are writers' names. Yay! That's All dumb. they like that. did was add the letter O to the end of their name. <laughs> to make it Italian? And to make it Italian. Then that, is some, the, that is some lazy-ass shit that I would do. And then use the Venice term for, uh, refer the streets that, you know, whatever. That's so, amazing So we've dumb. got Sterno, okay. which is uh, standing in for legendary writer Roger Stern. Um, he started off his Spidey career writing Spectacular Spider-Man number 43 in 1980. Okay. And he did for about two years. The next is Slotto, which is in reference to Dan Slot. He wrote for over a decade. Jesus. The all-time record of issues uh, writing on the character. And in 2010, he took over sole writing duties on Amazing Spider-Man with number 648 and would write until 801, which was about a year ago. Okay, wow. Wow. Bendicio. <laughs> Guess who that is? Vin Diesel? 
Bendicio. Sounds like Ben Diesel. Ryan Michael Bendis. Okay. Honey, where have you been? I know. Bendis is huge. Uh, Even re- I know who Brian Michael Bendis Brian. is. He's the one who, you know, did some Bucky stuff. The writer who reinvented Spider-Man for a modern audience. He reinvented a lot of shit. Yes, he did. Uh, he wrote He's retold prolific. the origins of Peter. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he has a lot of influence uh, in the films. He solidified his impact by killing off Peter Parker and introducing Miles Morales. Oh. Uh. Yeah. While Miles Morales does not appear in Far From Home, many of his characteristics have been absorbed by this adaptation of Peter. Yeah. The attendance of elite prep, of uh, an elite prep school, partnership with a friend who knows his secrets, and even elements of his costume. There design. has been a reference, though, not a direct reference, because Donald yes, Glover's Donald character Glover. made a reference to I have a I have a nephew. Yes. Um, who a lot of people took to mean Miles Morales. Uh, he could be long game, man. There is uh, Michelino, David Michelin. The most notable creations from his run lasting from 84 to 94, the introductions of Venom and Carnage. Oh, wow. That was him. Also wrote a fun Mysterio storyline in Amazing Spider-Man number 311 with a New York Public Library comes to life. Okay. Um, also famously covers... Uh, cover mis- the cover famously has Mysterio... Oh, cover of that. Mysteriously... Sorry. Mysterio taking off his head with Spider-Man's image reflected inside the fishbowl helmet. Ah. Um, it, the image is so iconic that Jake used it to announce to, on his Instagram. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <coughs> uh, the next one is G. Conveo. Uh, the final and largest name on the wall is the one that has been most abstracted. The street name refers to Jerry Conway, who most famously killed Peter's first true love. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Another one of Mysterio's illusions features MJ getting thrown off a bridge. This is a nod to Gwen Stacy's death. That's how Gwen Stacy broke her neck. Amazing Spider-Man number 121 and 122. Jerry was also the first full-time writer to take over from one, Mr. Stanley. Stanley. Um, He's very accomplished. He did it. He was 19. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right, so that's all of the street names. Here's another reference. When Fury and Hill are in Mexico, there's a bucket that says 78. Okay. Could be a reference to the uh, 1978 Amazing Spider-Man series, uh, TV series. 1978 oh, God. TV series. It only had a couple of seasons. Oh. I know. Throughout the film, MJ wears a shirt with a tiger on it. Uh. Go get him, tiger. Yeah. I'm glad she's wearing it and not yeah. saying it with her mouth. So Kristen, uh, Kristen Drunz says it at the end of Spider-Man 2. Yep. But that's, it's very associated going all the way back yeah. to Amazing Spider-Man number 42. But also the school's mascot is a tiger. That's cool. They're the Midland Tigers or something. Midtown Science. Midtown. Midtown something. Sci- I think it's Midtown. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, just got a couple more and we'll be done. We'll go to feedback. Okay. Cool, MJ cool, cool. figuring out Peter Spider Man is a reference to the Amazing Spider Man number two hundred and fifty eight. Okay. God, it took her two hundred and fifty eight issues. Um, God damn. So the well, that's when she um, admits to it. Apparently, oh. she knew for a while. Okay, because yeah, MJ's not dumb. I cannot confirm this because I would have to go back and watch the movie another time but it says when peter and mj are swinging through the streets they land with avengers first assembled in the battle of new york <gasps> and 
And that's after talking about seeing that's the awesome. Battle of New York um, statue thingy. Yeah. So, Edith, this is the last one I have. Edith, the AI software that Tony gives to Peter. Yep. Which is not... Friday. Not Friday, but who was that that he talked to when he was locked in the... Karen! Where's Karen? Karen? Where's Karen? No. Was it Karen? Oh, God, no. We make fun of... Karen's our bad name, but I think that's what her name was. I think her name was Karen. Anyway, while you're looking that up... I'm looking that up. She is voiced by Don Michelle King, who is an assistant editor on several movies, including Iron Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. (gasps) That's cool. I know you love stuff like that. Oh, God. She's in the Snowpiercer series? (laughs) Yeah, Karen slash Suit Lady. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Why did it have to be Karen? Not, Not like this. I love Karens, but like Karen's also the generic white lady name when white ladies are being crazy. Yeah, you're right. So that's all the crap I dug up for this movie. <laughs> um, I liked it more than I wanted to, but I you did. always do. I know. I know. I, catch I think s- that's kind of the mark of a good MCU if they made you kind of like not hate yeah, a Spider-Man movie. See, I've never seen any of the Maguire. I've never seen any of the Garfields. I made myself watch uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. It was. I still haven't seen that, actually. It's on Netflix. You, you should I watch, need to watch I think it. you'd like it. I, yeah. It was a movie. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, that burp is brought to you by the cocktail that Johnny invented <laughs> called the, the Peter, Peter Tingle. Tingle. <laughs> it's ginger ale and raspberry vodka. It's quite good. <laughs> it's a little too good, by the way. In case you can't, do- most of our podcasts are brought to you by vodka. But, yeah, you know. of some or wine. There we go. Wine happens a lot. Mm. I need to finish up my cash of wine before the new stuff comes out this year. Yep. All right. Um, it's a holiday blend. That anyway. Yeah. Why am I explaining myself? You don't care. All right. Before we get into feedback, <coughs> yes. we want to get into how people can feedback us. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the main way. <laughs> Sounded terrible. Never I know, right? Say that again. Sounded bad. Um, they can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. Absolutely. And if you are enjoying what you're listening to, you can catch us. On our other podcast feeds. God, there's a lot of them. We just wrapped up, as we said, season six of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which is coming back for seven. Season seven will be its final season. We will be there for that. Next summer. The only season we're missing is season two. We will be back casting that. At some point. Someday, TBD. Yeah. We do have two seasons of Agent Carter, which Agent Carter is rumored to return for season seven of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Rumored. Yes. Not not explicit not confirmed yeah so that's pretty awesome uh we are also in the middle of of podcasting for strange y'all thing strong earth youngas you say it so much better than (laughs) stranger things which is really fun and which has been a lot of fun and also we've got um both seasons american gods is out there oh god what else uh once we get through with stranger things what are we doing Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. That will be on our um, mini-series. Yes. um, Movie feed. And then uh, after, I think this winter, we're going to hit on a bunch of movies. Yeah, We're going to be doing Zombieland Double Tap. Hell yes, we are. God, I cannot wait for that. That's going to, it looks really good. And then, um, we we don't know. We're just going to be a Christmas special, which is undetermined what it's going to be yet. Um, But we're going to get through the winter. We're going to take it easy. 
it's been a rough summer um with all these all this podcasting so much so um so yeah check all that out we love suggestions yeah i mean who knows we're not bound by them but we love them yeah so um and if you are wanting to support us and help us you know keep our website going because we do pay for unlimited hosting so you can listen to any of our podcasts because that shit ain't free at randomtpodcast.com hint 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 (laughs) you can buy us a coffee at coffee co- that's ko hyphen fi.com yeah and just do a search for empty podcast it's also pinned to the top of our twitter feed pinned to the top of our facebook page um send us a coffee it's great we've gotten several in the last couple of weeks it's yes been thank awesome. you thank you lovely much people. appreciated um or you can go to our website and there's a button that literally says throw money at us that right there yeah. so you know it helps us to keep the lights on and helps if- buy us lunch and uh raspberry vodka yeah well, and also, you know, cables and stuff. Um, but also, if you... Uh, Who needs cables when you have vodka? If you can't or don't want to donate money, you can always... Um, always. Go to your podcast provider of choice, choice and give us a rating, a review. Thumbs up, stars. Whatever. Whatever. Helps other people find us. Um, retweet our... Retweet the tweets with yeah, our podcast yeah. on the... Share us, share us with your friends. Um, force them to listen it's fun tie them down yes and just play it endlessly on a loop um i'm gonna stop there because that's not good yeah because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do something (laughs) and then they're gonna play this in court ah crap so yeah you mean mean, that in a figurative sense future law enforcement i mean our numbers have have almost doubled from last year yeah pretty awesome um and there are people telling us we're their favorite podcast, and I'm kind of scared. Yeah, that's so. kind of crazy to me. It's lovely, but it's like, wow. Because this has been five years? Something like that. Jeez, has it been that long? Wow. From the first Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Wow. That 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 ended badly. And if for some reason you, you go back and you want to listen to... Our MCU movies from the very beginning. The first is Age of Ultron. As you can hear, the oh, sound quality, the quality gets better. Is so bad. That was when we had bad microphones. We, I think, we fixed them after that cast. That was before you got the board. Yes, yes. Because it was shortly thereafter that we were like, nope, yep, no, that's not working. But we could not recreate the podcast, so we yeah. chose not to. So uh, content over quality, apparently. Well, sound quality, not like content yeah. quality. You know what I mean. So yeah. So. Um, so are we ready for feedback? Yeah, let's do some feedback with here. It. So the first one's going to be from Jimmy. Okay. Hi, Jimmy. Okay. He says, overall, I really like Spider-Man. Not my favorite, but after Endgame, it was refreshing to get a more relaxing story. That is a true statement. And in pure Jimmy style, we have bullet points. Yes. <clears throat> he says, I really liked MJ in the movie. I liked her figuring out that Spider-Man was Peter Parker and that her reaction to it was pretty chill. Yeah. I also liked that in the final battle, she had a mace and was using it to attack the drones. I hope in the MCU she takes a more hero-y role than in the comics and maybe fights along Spider- alongside Spider-Man at some point. That would be fun. <clears throat> My only gripe with the movie was we were missing a major character from the last movie. Karen. Uh, thank you. Where is Karen? Thank you. Where is Karen? Not going to lie. I was disappointed with the fact that she wasn't in the movie. I know we had Edith, but I just wasn't feeling her. Yeah, because Edith was with the glasses. Like, Peter had his own suit, lady. Okay, but the, but the anagram 
even in death, I'm a hero, whatever. Yeah. <coughs> I'm the hero, yeah. <clears throat> Something. Uh, goes on to say i do think the movie did a good job in the tie-in department it wasn't as reference filled as homecoming but it's still have you listened to this podcast (laughs) the references are insane they're just not as overt um yeah you're right it's in their canon comic yeah references yeah yeah, yeah. it still did a good job linking us to the rest of the universe mentioning the events of the avengers endgame in the last spider-man movie I love the scene between Fury, Talos, and Spider-Man when he mentioned Captain Marvel. And he said, don't invoke her name. (laughs) It goes to show how at least to Talos she is regarded as an almost holy figure. And honestly, she should be since she is basically a god in the universe. Yeah. I was kind of surprised they didn't have an I am Spider-Man scene to have Spider-Man completely step into the shoes of Iron Man. Yeah. With revealing he's the superhero. I'm kind of glad they didn't do this since I think it would have been a little too much. It would have been out of character, I think. But also I think it would have been a cool way of passing the torch. Now, though, we probably are never going to get that scene. Thank you, J. Jonah Jameson. Listen. Anything to have J. Jonah Jameson in this movie. In the final scene of the movie before the credits, Peter and MJ swing by a new building in the New York skyline that is in place where the former Avengers Tower was, giving you a look at the building. I kind of hope the building is the Baxter building. Another possibility is the tower's Oscorp. Oh God, yeah, they haven't, they haven't gone near Oscorp yet. Oh Jesus! Either way, I hope the newly redone building is important and comes into play in the future of the MCU. I think they're going to have to. I don't know that I'm ready for Oscorp again. <laughs> I mean, on a, but again, it, that goes back to the fatigue and like if they do it right, I'm here for it. Uh, finally, thank the Lord we've gotten two in credit scenes worth our time. Both scenes set up the universe made me excited for what is to come. The first one, Mysterio really screwed over Spider-Man. Yeah. Wow. Like, that is bad. Yeah. I'm incredibly happy with the introduction of J. Jonah Jameson. My only problem is that with, is that Spider-Man will now never work for the Daily Bugle like in the comics. But that's okay. I think they're taking Spider-Man in a different direction anyway. Yeah, and I think media has changed so much that, <laughs> you know. Oh, God, what? Oh, God. Sword! They brought a shield in space! space! Ace! 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 <laughs> he spelled it out and everything. Oh, that's cute. At least I hope that's what this is, since Disney now owns Fox and they can do this kind of stuff. I like that they brought back Telus and his wife, and I loved their banter in the car. Yeah, that was really fun. I know in the movie they revealed the alternate universe of Mysterio's story was a lie. I still think it would have been interesting to throw in an end credits scene dealing with the Spider-Verse. Like, maybe the Venom end credits scene just saying, meanwhile, another universe, and just have Miles Morales or Spider-Gwen go swinging by. <laughs> Overall, I really liked the movie. I thought the movie part was predictable, Mysterio being the villain, yeah. using holograms. But both the credit scenes caught me off guard, and I really loved them. Yeah. A very good start to the post-in-game Marvel universe. Okay, this is from, <laughs> I'm assuming, Caitlin and Claire, or just Caitlin? I don't know. I don't know. I always assume it's the two of I them. I mean, you're right. Uh, this is titled Speederman. <laughs> um... Speederman, Speederman drives real fast above the posted limits because he can. He's a Speederman. Okay. That was a spoiler break. That was a spoiler because we yep. couldn't see it for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is this actually felt like a Spider-Man movie, not Avengers featuring Peter Parker. So, Janya may hate it. <laughs> Strangely, <laughs> she did not. Strangely, I didn't hate it. Maybe not, though. I liked it. I like Spider-Man, but I mean, it's not my favorite. Writing felt like Sony and not Marvel, but it was fun. I did call Mysterio, though, like from the start. I suspected he'd go bad when 
And then when the final fight happened with 45 minutes left, yeah, shit's going to happen. Yeah. Tom Allen has aged past 23, though. It's like British magic, dude. <laughs> British dude magic. Okay. They either start looking older when they're young, then remain unchanged for decades, or they look like a toe for their youth <laughs> and age like a fine scotch. Yeah. He's, I mean. He's aging fast, apparently, according to those eye wrinkles, at least. Okay. I still think he's got the essence of, of youngness about him, though. He's got the attitude. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm fine with him. I think that's just Tom Holland, though. I th- I do, too. I do, too. The real enemy being misinformation was really clever. I yeah. do really like that, though. I'll readily admit I'm tired of Iron Man. I'm tired of him being the main figure. I like that this let us kind of move on from that, but, like, ugh, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Mad props to MJ for being wonderful. I don't know. This was like a bowl of chicken noodle soup. It's good. It's not bad. Sometimes you crave it. But unless that's what's in front of you, you don't really seek it out. I get that. Wow, that was a big description of chicken noodle scoop. I've had this conversation with her before, though. So, like, okay, yeah. Partially because I love the Tobey Maguire movies and still don't seek them out often. It's Spider-Man. He's friendly and in the neighborhood, and I kind of don't care about what happens a few streets over most of the time. (laughs) (sighs) It's a movie. (laughs) It was a movie. Tom Holland was cute. They tried to break out of the neighborhood. They really showed him as a new big hero in the franchise, which is all well and good post-Endgame. But the big feels for me was that Fury is apparently in space on vacation. Poor dude needs a rest. Yeah. It's like the second Ant-Man. I love the first one. Still haven't seen the second. I love the first Spider-Man. But if Claire hadn't wanted to see this, I probably wouldn't have seen it in theaters. And I suspect it's down to being kind of okay with caring less about the characters. I'm less rabid for now that the big Avenger story have ended. I'm rabid for Black Panther and Doctor Strange and Guardians. But Spider-Man, eh. He he does whatever a spider can. (laughs) But really, what can a spider offer me that I haven't already gotten from the first fucking five Spider-Man movies? Yeah. Love and butt touches. And that is always, that is, as much as, like, it's like, oh, they didn't completely rehash the Spider-Man movies. There are a butt ton of other Spider-Man movies that preceded this. Agreed. Okay, so this is from Ray. Okay. Where do I start with this movie? I did really enjoy it, but not as much as Homecoming. Okay. Instead of bullet points, we have hashtags. Or not hashtags, dashes. Okay, I was going to go, all right. This thing. Yeah, that's a dash. Okay. I adore Ned. When I went into Hoko? Homecoming? I was not expecting to like Spider-Man, and a lot of the reasoning behind it was that I didn't care for his supporting characters. But Ned, MJ, and Tomei's Aunt May are absolutely precious to me and made me like the series immediately. That in memoriam vid was amazing. My partner told me at the end of the movie, I honestly just wanted a two-hour movie of that. I know. It was, and it felt so in line with something that would come out of a high school news broadcast. It was I mean, perfect. Yeah. I realized when I rewatched that I've been to all of the locations in this film. I'm living in London right now. I kind of hate you. Yeah. And it did make me mildly uh, reassured to know that even if this happened in real life, London is so big, I would have been totally oblivious to it. Listen, London's seen some shit. It's Aside from, like, Sokovia, it's been targeted twice now. Because it was targeted in uh, Dark World and in this movie. I mean, it's a major location. Uh, Well, and New York, of course. New York is just, like, the epicenter of bullshit. That is true. That is true. Happy trying 
Try not chuck a shield cap style really made God. me crack up. When I watched this film with my mom, she somehow had not remembered ever seeing Happy until Endgame. So she came out of the film asking, why is the hamburger guy so important? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, oh, I wish that I could get that line where Peter refers to his junk as the old web shooters. Oh, my God. It's a little tight around the old web shooters. Oh. Oh, God. I must have blocked that I out. I did until I just read that sentence. I blocked that out. Mildly irritated me that there weren't any Black Widow memorials. Uh, that would always irritate me. <laughs> I'm so interested interested by the consideration of what Bruce Banner was doing during this film. I'm aware it's not remotely relevant and Mark ain't here no more, but Bruce is my baby so I can dream. Like, I'm pretty satisfied with the movie, implying that Mysterio created circumstances such that no Avengers would be available, but I like to think Mysterio sent Bruce a coupon for a spa day, and the Hulk side of his brain just said, treat yourself, and that's why he wasn't about. Oh, that's perfect. I love, P- I will accept that headcanon. Yes. I love Peter and MJ together. I think they make a lot of sense together, and MJ cracks me up. Yeah, she's perfect. Mysterio's speech threw me for a loop. I knew he was going to be bad, but I wasn't expecting him to be so delightfully psychopathic. Yeah. Yeah. Those end credit scenes, that's in all caps. J.K. Simmons, lower caps, is still going. The scrolls are back. It looks like we might get Alpha Flight from the comics. It's a good possibility. Oh, yeah. The Fury end credit scene was so much like something out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., specifically the last scene's of two seasons where Phil is at Tahiti and Phil wakes up in space. Ace. ace the lighthouse ace, of the future. Ace. And then says it's time to get back to work. Yep. Uh, sorry. Okay. I'm talking a lot. Yeah. To finish up, I was going to say some stuff about my feelings on Spider-Man in general. I know you guys aren't the biggest fans. Okay. It's mostly Johnny. It's mostly me. Yeah. And until a couple of years ago, neither was I. In the past years, one of my best friends I've made is a massive fan of Spider-Man. A large part of the reason for that is that Peter is a working class hero. Unlike Tony or Thor or T'Challa, he's shown living a situation where he can't afford things his classmates can. Flash even mocks him for it. Yep. It's another case of representation matters. Peter has been a really important character for young working class people, especially ones interested in science. One thing that mildly irritated me about this film was Peter got to go on the school trip. And a lot of the film was very relatable to someone as privileged as myself who has had the opportunity for lots of school trips, but is kind of alienating to the kind of people that usually see themselves in Peter Parker. Yeah, and I think some of that's down to... Because, like, they they never made it out like Peter Parker was well off in, in these movies. No. But, like, I would chalk a lot of that up to fucking Tony Stark and Happy yeah. and just... If Peter wants something, he can probably get it at some point. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe um, Happy would have made it happen. No matter what. Or that or Peter sold enough donuts. I mean, yeah, but I understand that that is a good point, though. But you're absolutely right. I'm not trying to undermine what you're saying. You're And I did think that. And I think that's part part of that is we didn't really ever get to see Peter before knowing Stark. And before having access yeah. to... Now, in Homecoming, he did talk about um, finding a perfectly good DVD player in the trash. Yes, yes. But um, I think we kind of lost that. So there were hints that. of that, but it did get lost. Yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right about that representation is lost. Yeah, because he was, you know, still working class It's kid. all for the sake of story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, closes with LARB, you guys. <laughs> Love you 3,000. Love you 3,000. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... Okay, this is from... Okay, oh, all right. 
That's two emails from the same person. Damien Miles. Okay. I'm a new listener. Listened to your in-game podcast and thought it was incredible. Oh. Seeing as I have not seen a Far From Home posting yet, I thought I would take the chance to put in my... Oh, honey. <laughs> this email We have a system. Written, yeah. This was, email was written a month ago. Oh, God. Okay. So, we have a system. And usually, just to inform you, um, usually we try to give it at least two to three weeks yeah, because we want to see it a couple of times. We want to we give want everybody a chance to get their feedback in. in. Um, and then this one was later than usual because, like we said, uh, Stranger Things and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, God, it all happened at once. Yeah. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, hey, we're going to do a double episode for the uh, finale. And, and it's we like, were like, fuck you. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, Damien says, I love the Spider-Man feels, especially the newest rebuilt. But if I'm going to be reboot, but if I'm going to be honest, I didn't love Far From Home. I can't figure out why. Okay. They were fighting a losing battle. Endgame was the first movie, MCU or otherwise, where I was invested in all of the characters. I wanted them to be happy. I cared about their future. I cried when they experienced loss. I was able to breathe a little easier when the danger had been pushed back, even if only temporarily. And I nearly got up and clapped when they succeeded. Fresh off such an emotional roller coaster, maybe Far From Home was fighting a losing battle. You're right. It was not as emotional yes. as in-game. It was kind of hard to come down from so that. So some people saw that, like, in my case, I saw that as a nice change. It wasn't like, oh, good, this movie doesn't seek to shatter my soul. It was a drop. But it is. From it that is emotional when high. You, get, you got so hyped up with the last couple of mm-hmm. Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, this is just a, a normal movie. All that being said, I thought they fought well. I love most, if not all, of the choices they made in this film, especially Mysterio. I love a good villain. Yep. And I think this film has one of the best. I love how he prays on the emotional voids our fallen heroes have left behind and seeks to use it for his own gain. A desire born out of disdain for Tony Stark. He's seeking to turn the legacy of the Avengers, all the hope that's been built up in the world, against them and everyone who's ever committed a perceived slight against his crew. That, to me, is evil. Not a senseless monster killing for sport, but cold and cunning coupled with an ironclad belief in his own convictions. Yep. Every villain is a hero in his own story. That's that's it. Yep. And Mysterio was the hero in his story. And he didn't care what price he had to pay no. to get where he wanted no. to go. Because a lot of that is a disregard for all this collateral damage. It's like, I don't fucking well, care. Well, yeah, and Mysterio had the front that these other people were important especially you know yeah. what's her name with the the cape yeah i still need the cape but we saw that crumble so quickly oh so fast he makes like when he first does the reveal we think oh god there really are this team of people and it's like nah he's still the prime asshole oh, and yeah, thinks he he's is. better than everybody else he is. uh so going on says i loved uh peter's dilemma he wants to stop the bad guys he wants to protect his friends he wants to be the hero everyone needs him to be but he has doubts the same time, he wants to be a kid. He wants to have fun. He wants to kiss the girl. Yep. Sorry, I had a... You had a Little Mermaid reference. I did. Yeah, I, I know where your brain is. When the goes. opportunity to free himself is responsible... This is why we're friends. Yep. <laughs> when the opportunity to free himself is responsibilities presents itself, I mean, can you blame him for giving away the pressure of living up to the Avengers? To Stark? Yeah. Uh... Jake was so convincing, I almost believed him, and I knew he was the villain. Peter didn't stand a chance. He had so much charisma. He did. Oh, he my did. gosh. He did. A villain that bends reality to suit his own agenda as Peter is desperate for normalcy. That's the perfect storm. Yeah. Mirroring his mentor is an easy parallel to Tony tinkering with his first suit. Peter's eventual victory, born out of intelligence, is well-earned. He did what most of us 
have a hard time with trust. He trusted Tony's decision to give him the reins. He trusted this, his Peter Tingle. His Peter Tingle. And after all the doubts chasing him around Europe, he trusted himself. I understand it was their intent to show Peter and his world healing at the same time we did. And I hope with more viewings and with time, the movie gets better. Yeah. There's a follow-up email. Because, like, Endgame was an emotional, probably gave you an emotional hangover. It really does. Yeah. So, like. Absolutely. Yeah. I would think distance would help. Okay. So, there's a follow-up email. Okay. From Damien. So, I've had some more thoughts since my last email. All unrelated to Far From Home, but slightly spoilerish. Okay. Number one, I'm sure by the time you do the podcast, you'll have heard of the Talos Nick Fury theory. Yee. The one that posits that Talos has been Fury since after he comes back from being, quote, off the grid because he has been seen eating diagonally cut toast in Age of Ultron. What are your thoughts on the plausibility of this? Well, as we've already said, I'm sorry we dry pied you. Yeah. Um, we, You went back and rewatched the scene from I did. Age of Ultron oh, and could neither confirm nor deny that it is he a has diagonal a piece, toast. He, like, it, like it, it could have been a corner of a diagonally cut, but like... I would love I for, couldn't tell it enough If anybody to, can find the diagonally cut piece of toast, please send it to us. Like, if I was missing it on the table... Yes, he had one piece of it. Send it to us, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Please, I want to see this if it's there. Yes. Number two, I think Phase 4 is the perfect opportunity for the MCU to incorporate Scarlet Witch's House of M storyline instead of the loss of her kids causing her to create an alternate reality. That would be cool. It would be the loss of vision. Especially with the available characters coming from the Disney-Fox merger, Scarlet Witch is one of my favorite characters and would love a movie that explores this idea. Do you agree? I would like to point you towards the Disney Plus What If series. And also the WandaVision series. Yeah, because th- that's what I was about to say. We, we don't we don't know what in, they're going to do with WandaVision. We may not get it in MCU proper, but WandaVision is coming. But it depends on, I don't know, it depends on what they're going to do. Because our whole thing, the big question mark of WandaVision is, when the fuck is this set? Is this alternate reality? Because mm-hmm. Vision real dead. And Vision was this weird technology hybrid construct with an infinity stone in his head so i don't see him coming back um so is this in the interim period from from between when he was created in age of ultron and then when he died in in um infinity war i don't know or is it an alternate i don't know but i would man any kind of subset of house of m would be cool um i think that would be kind of hard without the mutants though oh yeah we need wiccan we need um I can't think. But of like he character. was saying, he was saying substitute her like freaking oh, yeah, out about yeah, the kids yeah. for Vision. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, Wiccan being a child of of Scarlet Witch, I mean, that still could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. So somehow, uh, with it being called WandaVision, I feel like Vision's going to be coming back. Yeah, or or it's, or it's an alternate something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? All right. He closes with, by the way, since listening to your in-game podcast, I'm listening to all your other MCU casts as well. Thank you. I look forward to hearing from you for other stuff. Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. We got a lot more to get through. Okay. This is from Brother Nate. Okay. From the Always Forward podcast. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And thank you for putting in all, everybody who put in their spoilers. That was really nice. Thank you. And their emails to keep us. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Everybody's been really good about that. Um. Okay, so Spider-Man Far From Home was a very good movie with a strong cast and a smart script that answers some questions from Endgame while moving the MCU forward. But enough about that. 
The J. Jonah Jameson cameo was everything. Thank you. I love the more modern Alex Jones slash Rush Limbaugh take. Yeah. That's a great comparison on the character and hope his inclusion will end up being more than just a cool Easter egg. And the fact that they brought J.K. Simmons back makes it that much better. I saw this movie with my nieces. I had to make sure to see the movie with them to avoid another spoiler incident. And seeing my oldest niece realize that he was the same actor from that old-time Spider-Man from when Mommy was a kid made my week. Oh, God. That old-time Spider-Man. Oh, children. Back from 2003. Uh, <laughs> 2003 was 16 years ago. I know. Okay. I know. That's why I'm... I know. Okay. Oh, I'm well aware of that. I feel old. Other than that, I thought Far From Home... You feel old. Hey. We all Listen. know out of the two of us, I am the old lady. Okay, but... I've been around. You're chronologically <laughs> older. My soul is older. I got making up to do from my 20s. That is okay? true. That is true. Anyway, um, other than that, let me get back to the email. Other than that, I thought Far From Home was a nice palate cleanser from the heaviness of Endgame. Yeah. Dealt with how the events of the last two Avenger films affected the day-to-day lives of regular folks while having ramifications for the larger universe going forward. Is it a top 10 MCU film? I don't think so. But it didn't have to be. It's sweet, charming, and funny. Yeah. The psychedelic fight scene and the two end credit scenes were worth the price of admission. I only had two real complaints with the film. Okay. Number one, that Jake appears to be one and done after a great performance that managed to make Mysterio of all people seem cool and threatening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and number two is that my Miles Morales prediction didn't come true. In the words of Terrence, Her- ha- Terrence Howard, next time, baby. Yeah. I give it eight. It's witchcrafts out of ten. <laughs> oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. And I can't wait for the next chapter. It just all came to me. There you go. I just caught up. As always, thank you, ladies, for all the awesome content you produce. I hope life treats you kind, and I hope you have all you've dreamed of, and I wish you joy and happiness. And above all this, I wish you love. Oh, that's nice. Are you threatening me? <laughs> that's nice. And nice. Okay, sorry. I To go back to what a lot of people are saying, like some people are like, ooh, this was not a nice palate cleanser. Some people were like, I don't know, I, like the tone felt different. Mm-hmm. I think if this would have been released three to four months later than it was, because it was pretty soon after Endgame. Yeah, it was. I think that would have allowed people to like, that downtime grieve end game <laughs> you're right so yeah okay so this is from bess okay long time listener first time writer Ooh, nice i'll try to keep this concise but i just have so many feels <laughs> i feel like the majority of the movie i was just screaming leave him alone he's just a baby yeah pretty much i really love the movie and i think it sets up peter's story to be incredibly interesting moving forward his relationship with Mysterio was so engaging, it kind of gave me Barty Crouch Jr. vibes. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Uh, that's a Harry Potter reference for those yes. of you who don't know. That's a Harry Potter David Tennant reference. Uh, before he was the doctor. That's the weird part. Like, I have, I'm like, okay, that was before Also, 10. if you haven't seen Good Omens, you need to watch Good Omens. Please anyway, do. moving on. Like, he was really giving him good advice and support, but at the same time trying to... Uh, oh, no, Barty Crouch Sr.? I think she means Barty Crouch Sr. Okay. He was giving him really good advice and support, but at the same time trying to undermine slash kill him. Oh, yeah. If that makes any sense. Ah. No, no, Barty Crouch, because remember, he was Mad-Eye Moody. 
he was like, I'm trying to yeah, help you, but he's like, right. I'm also trying to kill you. It's Harry Potter. Or to let the Dark Lord kill you, I rather. mean, it's very confusing. Yeah. It hurts to know that in the future, Peter will probably have a harder time trusting people, but I really love what the movie explored. Did I know Jake would be the villain? Yes. Was I still <laughs> drawn in by his charm and dreamy eyes? Abso-freaking-lutely. Yeah, he's a pretty, pretty man. Oh, okay. Your computer made a I noise. I got a Facebook notice. It's from Rebecca. It's fine. Okay. It meant a lot to me uh, that the note Tony left said, for the next Tony Stark, I trust you. He didn't write for the next Iron Man. He specifically said Tony Stark. Mm. During the course. I didn't catch up on that. That's a very good I point. I pick up on that. During the course of Tony's arc, he really overcame his self-loathing and imposter syndrome enough to finally realize just how much he offered the world outside of the Iron Man suit. And that's the lesson he wants to leave Peter with. That gave me chills. Yeah, that's when you write him a longer letter. No, that physically gave Aww. me chills. But, I mean, wow. But like he's 17 You're years right. old. That's when you You're give right. him a longer letter. And finally, Spidey Shell. Michelle, MJ. Oh, okay. That's okay. their ship name. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm with you now. Okay. I absolutely adore their relationship and cannot stress enough how refreshing it is to see an actual high school crush slash relationship portrayed. Even their kisses at the end were awkward and it is way too cute. Yes. I'm a little bummed we didn't get more of a progression of their relationship, but considering it's been a year between Homecoming and Infinity War, plus they went through an entire school year after everyone blipped back, I'll allow it. Yeah, th I mean, that's got to, like, bond you a little bit to be like, ha, we were all dead. <laughs> we just kind of disappeared. It's fine. It's fine. MJ's, I actually like it better broken, referring to the necklace, but saying it while looking at Peter, tear-stained and bloody from battle, gave me an emotion I can't even begin to describe. Oh. Throughout this entire movie, Peter's been putting himself under the impossible standards of upholding Iron Man's legacy and has had pressure put on him by not only fake fury, but... <laughs> Fake fury, exclamation point. Faux fury. But also Ned, too. Even before everything with Mysterio happens, Peter is clearly not okay, having panic attacks, etc. Yeah. And at the end, he's not just broken from battle, he's emotionally broken. And it's like MJ can see all of that, and he's telling him, I don't care you're messed up because I'm messed up, too, and you are enough and worthy of love regardless. Ah! It makes my heart grow a thousand times just like the Grinch. Yes! Sorry this was long. It really wasn't. It's fine. I'm really excited for the next phase and to see how the characters develop in the next movies. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. P.S. Next movie, more Aunt May and Peter. Yes. Yeah, I know. I We didn't get a Because I, I really do like that what we saw with May was like her being very supportive. Oh, I know. Oh, her and Happy. Oh, God. He wants to hear. Say hi. <laughs> All right. Final email. This is from Michael. Okay. Okay. We kind of... Well, we. This was a you thing. This is a me thing. I Johnny thought... accidentally bullied him into doing this. I didn't bully him. I said you didn't have... I thought I had missed Michael's email, and so I messaged him, and then he sent an email, so... Yeah. Thanks? We just wanted to be sure we didn't miss I it, because I, I thought there was one, too. You are never, never required to write to us, but we love it when you do. Yes. Aloha, ladies. Hey. Well, they did it. They managed to pull off Mysterio complete with fishbowl helmet. I know. And though my hardcore Spider-Man friends did like how they tied Mysterio to Stark, I think within the structure of the MCU stories, it made sense. The VFX he employed and even the wearing of the mocap suit were great updates to the canonical comic background of the character. 
the relationship between MJ and Peter progressed nicely. The relationship between Ned and Betty, not so much. But it did work for comedic effect, despite being unrealistic. I'm I think it was very realistic. Kids I, are dumb. I mean, yeah. I've I've known those kids in high school to be like, holy shit, you're dating already? What the hell? And then yeah. it's over. Like you know. two seconds later? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they kept some edge and bite to MJ, having her smart enough to figure out he's Spider-Man, sort of, and having enough agency to be helpful in a crisis. Yes. In other words, I'm glad they didn't relegate her to damsel in distress. Yep. I agree. And I'm with the other, whoever it was that wrote in that said they want her to be, like, more side-by-side. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, um, Pepper. Pepper finally was. (gasps) Rescue. Rescue. I like that they went into a bit of the aftermath of the snap. Sorry, that'd be the blip. Oh, God. And the chaos of the return. Parts of that seemed a bit stretched, though, such as a freeway still clogged with cars years later. Humans are resilient, and years are enough time to have pushed on through the losses and get on the necessary drudgery of life. And there might be some continuity issues with peter's school hosting a basketball game at the same time as the snap but i'll have to calculate the time difference between new york and wakanda (laughs) to be sure oh my gosh uh i'm rooting for happy in may now we need a ship name ship name which do you prefer hey or mappy 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 that sounds a little close to other things that are kind of racist and should not be uh okay hey is it hey it is okay hey hey i'm just saying it could be it that is a true statement that perception is out there yeah yeah the mid credit scene is just is really just the end of the movie but it was a good twist to a happy ending of mj and peter swinging through new york it also sets up a world of possibilities for what comes next yep there are a few comic storylines in which peter is hunted or where his identity is spilled out i'm hoping to see craven myself Craven's Last Hunt is such a great story. If you have not read it, track down the collected trade paperbacks or dive into the story on Marvel Unlimited. I'm always promoting Marvel Unlimited. It is not a paid promotion, but there are thousands of if anybody's listening that wants to throw money at us about this. comics available on Marvel Unlimited. I get it from time to every once in a while, and I'll read a few. I just can't justify... You just don't have the time to keep it. It's only $10 a month, but I still... I don't even have that kind of time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the end credits scene, while seeming acute, revealed that Fury and Hill were actually Talos and Soren cover for Fury on a virtual vacation. It was actually potential huge ramifications for the MCU. It could be setting up MCU's version of the Kree Scroll War for Secret Evasion. Yes. Or Secret Evasion, both of which are epic storylines. Again, go check out the source material. Uh, it most certainly sets up Sword. Sword. He, he gives it to us. The Sentient World Observation and Response Department. God, these acronyms are terrible. The Cosmic Counterpart to S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I think I'm I'm on the sword bench. I'm on the sword. I want sword. I have to. I, have to, I want sword. I have to go back now and look because okay. All right. I wasn't even thinking it about that. It was huge. Okay. Uh, it closes with, in short, a nice bow on MCU Phase 4? I think it's three, I thought. Phase three? An intriguing setup. Oh, an int- oh, a nice bow in MCU phase four and a intriguing setup for phase four. Okay. Yeah. One of us there should confused. have been a three in there. Okay. Uh, cheers to Stage Arvelous. Yay. Michael. We love Michael. He's been around since God, Agent Carter. Yeah. Oh, Agent Carter days. He makes great art. Yeah. We love his art. I have more art of his to hang up. 
Which we need to go through. Yes, because again, I went through, but I didn't. No, take you didn't any actually of the take anything. That, no, yeah, it was one of those where it was like shiny, and I got distracted. That's true. So, all right, any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think we pretty much covered. So, Black Widow is our next movie. It comes out in May of 2020. Um, um, it's I'm not going to believe it until I'm sitting there watching it. I know, right? Yeah, and it is a. Prequel. That's the word. Yeah, because she's real dead. <laughs> she's real dead. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of upset. About, I'm still angry yeah. about all that. But yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, anything else? I think that's enough. All right. I am done, too. So, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.